Warning, today's podcast may include forged Make-A-Wish Foundation documents, goat parades, and the judgmental, omnipresent eyes of the Lorax. You must be spayed and neutered to listen to our discussion of The Cat in the Hat with Jenny Nicholson on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast hosted by three men who, if they do decide to have children, will name their kids after country bears. Uh, I will name my firstborn son Tennessee Bear. So I guess Tennessee Bear Carlson. Uh, joining me as always, Scott Gardner. Are you? Was that a panicked face of like, can you name another well, country uh, bear? Is uh, Trixie one of them? Yes, yeah. Trixie Great. is Trixie. one of them. Because I thought of it, then it, that's if it's a boy or a girl, you're stuck with Trixie. Yes, uh, Jason Sheridan also here. Uh, can you name? <laughs> this has now turned into like a trivia contest. Yeah, I will be cursing my child with the name Big Al <laughs> right out the gate because I mean statistically they're also likely to be very short. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so Big uh, Al will also be a Big shorter Al will also be a fl- yeah. Gentleman. It's like when you call a really tall guy tiny mm-hmm. as a nickname. Yeah, but it's like an ironic nickname. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. They'll have a conversation. Uh, but start. it's gonna say Big on the birth certificate. <laughs> it's not even a nickname. You're just established as a baby. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll have to like figure that out, or it will just be Al and then Big in quote. Will a birth certificate put quotes like in the middle? I don't know. Name. Par- parentheticals or like notes that tell you like maybe if you want use this. Yeah, yeah. it's a suggestion, really. They got to yeah. be, be um, more efficient uh, than that. So let me introduce our guest, uh, who I'm pretty sure can name all of the country bears. I'm not going <laughs> to put her on the spot, but I'm pretty sure uh, you know her from her pop culture centric YouTube channel. It's probably our most off requested guest. It's Jenny Nicholson, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, how is your? Con- you know all of them, right? Oh, I know a lot of them. I mean, nobody went for Henry, the host, right. uh, the mm. Sunbonnet Trio, of Swinging course. Teddy Barra. Of course. Um, <laughs> let's see, Liverlips McGraw. Of course. And I think that that's exhausted my knowledge. I of think them. Zeke and Zeb oh, are, right. are some. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't. I, what are the names? What's of the, the one wa- with the one stringed guitar? Oh, yeah. Who is that guy? Or the washboard. Yeah, I, I think or Tennessee the, the bear, kid, the sad kid bear, the sad who little boy bear, sing or contribute much. Oh yeah, yeah. People are I know mad mostly now. Mostly from the vacation know. hoedown. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He factors more into that one. He was a bigger character in that. Canon. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Still very popular in Japan. Vacation. Oh, I know they I get think. merch of it and everything. Yeah, yeah, and I think they get the Christmas layover. Yeah, they get everything. Too. Japan yeah, loves get, the country bears. It's, yeah, it's sad how much America doesn't like the country bears as much as Japan because the country bears is like the greatest show on earth. Although whenever I go, because it's still in Florida, and it's always yes. full when I go, and people clap along and stuff. I was there yeah. two weeks ago, but there was not clapping, and I was upset oh. about it. Yeah. You didn't get an old enough crowd. <laughs> That's true. They were young, and they didn't know what not these hillbilly bears. Not old enough to You should yeah. have sta- stood up and started ranting about that, like that Hall of Presidents guy. <laughs> yeah. Back. Wait, did that happen? Um, the guy who like, started booing Trump and like, treason, sir, <laughs> you are robot. destroying the fabric of... But if yeah, if you'd done that for 
Is this a hoedown or not? Did he think the a robot hoedown was incorporates real? claps. Did he, he think the robot was like real and gonna respond? I don't know. People were literally yelling at him. It's not real. <laughs> um, Come on, man. <laughs> we made a lot of money and it's hot and we're tired. Stop doing this. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Midwesterners in Disney World. I don't know if you want to go there to air your grievances. Maybe not yeah, the that's place. What, yeah, 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 you yeah, might correct. get um, ganged up on. They should make a Trump for California just oh, for Jesus. people to yell at. Like, like no. <laughs> Like, that that's where it's just it, put it him behind the counter there. at City Hall. <laughs> he, he takes complaints, yeah. yes, and is very and curt, <laughs> doesn't accept them. It's a durable robot, too, so you can touch, you can hit it, you can throw oh. things at it. Oh, it would then be put the... it in an arcade, bring back the arcade in tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, they need that for uh storage, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the most expensive storage space in the country. Mm-hmm. A lot of Star Wars crates down. in there, a lot of yeah. crates, yeah, a lot of unsold. Um, uh, who's the evil BB-8? What's his BB-9E. name? BB-9E. What, you unsold? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to beat us at character names, which yeah, I maybe. think like you're, yeah. Most people that come to the on the podcast are like, God, these nerds. These nerds know all these no, characters. But no. I think you might beat us in a trivia contest. I might. It might happen. Like, you know all the Captain, you are big Captain EO, you know. Oh, yeah. Of course. Got Fuzzball and Hooter. Uh-huh. I don't know the two-headed one, though. So. Oh, it's Major and Minor major Domo. And minor oh. Domo. Yeah. Oh. So. Wait, no, no, no. Isn't I- ID and oh. Odie are the two? ID and Odie. Oh, oh, and Major me. Domo is the robot that turns into the drum set. Yes. And did you know who the, the back villain of is Major called? Domo. The villain? The villain? She just... the evil she is a george lucas character named the supreme leader so oh, that's yeah. snoke's backstory oh, wow. in captain oh Neo, wow you're right hiding in plain sight supreme do you think that they're leader. connected is it a, it's the, the same a universe person. connect huh. same person it's hmm. the supreme leader that yeah. shimmery gold robe is from the end when she turned good but then ah. she became ugly and, and lost her faith again. Oh, okay. Oh mm-hmm. This is just and a J.J. Abrams mystery box thing. He just like set up and then he's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Even after 30 years, the Supreme Leader would never turn evil again. Yeah. <laughs> Not after that wow. dance number. No. She's um, still got the rhythm in her bones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jenny, uh, you, yeah, you, do, you talk about all this stuff on your channel. Uh, Whenever I can find an excuse. Yeah. Yes, you just recently you reviewed uh, Escape from Tomorrow. Yes, the bane is, of my existence. Is uh, yeah, it's dog shit. Oh it's, yeah, uh, real. It's, it's rough. Yeah, it's the for those of you who don't know, it's the movie that was like touted like shot inside Disney World and Disneyland, and it's like a gorilla movie, and then you see it, and it's like not many shot that many shots are actually inside, and they sort of make mm-hmm. things look like they're there but it's clearly just a bench and like a green screen well, they do a bit of green screen but i'd say like 70 percent is in the park really it's that much but it's i mean that but doesn't some help of it's, it's badness. california because i got yes. kicked out of florida that bothered they didn't me. get kicked out they um, ran out of money oh they, they ran they out only, of money okay they only so bought, kicked like, out a week by a budget yeah. yeah so then they had to come back and film where it's cheaper in their home park but yeah. then they don't they have to know that some of the only people who are going to see this curiosity gimmick movie are super disney nerds who will either wonder how they do it or get mad at it and so like there's shots that cut from disneyland stuff to disney world stuff and back and forth yeah i almost they have to know. felt like that served it in a way because it is a horror movie so you're like oh what toontown is right in front of the submarine lagoon what is this it's but like a horrible like, dream scary. where it things is. rearrange you know, in your nothing brain makes sense it's a weird like mm. supernatural park but 
I know that wasn't on purpose. It was just for budget reasons. So he doesn't get any cookies for that. But, you know. No sure. benefit of that. I was now. glad you threw. I watched. I watched your video as well, and I was glad you threw the guy under the bus, the oh, director, and you, you just you just refer to him as some guy. Yeah, I some appreciated guy, that because I got. Um, I, I this what came out what in 2013 something like that I think so and yeah. um, it seemed to be riding this wave of festival Fangoria like pe- like uh-huh. people were like it was buzzed about because oh my god how did they get away with it and is this guy like the new <laughs> David Lynch or the new Aronofsky <laughs> and you watch it and it is the flattest Vimeo you've ever seen and th- like Cat Flu Cat yeah. Flu is jaw droppingly stupid it is it a lot of that movie reminds me like there's some very easy like the the easiest like low bar jokes like about Disney stuff is yeah. like oh yeah what is it a coke cost $20 <laughs> like it's like yeah. come on man that's like the laziest shit like you yeah. can do a little better than that there's definitely things worth critique I think oh, most yeah most like theme park blogs and news sites are like pretty open about like yeah Disney should be paying their employees a lot more like mm-hmm. you just step. give out your dumb stunt bonus these dumb like tax cut bonuses stop holding the oh up. I know and they're, like, they're holding their union negotiations hostage yeah, before they get like, the bonuses it's mm-hmm. horrible yes. yeah it's everyone evil. everyone's like yeah this this is like worth criticizing but when people are like oh yeah uh uh uh, what uh, the princesses wait, four are prostitutes. Hours. The yeah. lines are so long. Four hours for Space Mountain, and it's like, come on, you can like. <laughs> yeah. It takes a second to look up this. Like, yeah. have you ever been anywhere? Like yeah, baseball yeah. games, yeah. movie Airports. theaters, airport. This is what it's like. This is everywhere. So it's yeah. an odd criticism specifically. Yeah, over $11 for a glass of wine? Yeah, that's <laughs> of almost yeah. everywhere that is the case. Have you yeah. gone to a baseball game that's in the I last 15 years? <laughs> yeah. Well, and he thinks it's like an expose, like, well, they're selling you dreams, but they just want your money. And you're like, it's a theme park. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Kind of always it's, been the point. The tourism yeah. industry. It's, it's inherently real... exploitative, but that doesn't mean they're trying to like pull one over on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have yeah, a very, uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this story about Escape from Tomorrow uh, from my own life. Uh, <laughs> when it came out, they did a free screening at uh, CineFamily, uh, which was a, a popular destination for people to see uh, oh, indie the, movies. the bye-bye theater. And, yes, yeah, okay. and I was going to say, and uh, also a popular place for uh, sexual harassers and abusers to oh, work God. at. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so they, they would do free screenings of smaller movies, um, but you either had to, like, members got in first, and whatever was left over, you had to wait in line. And I got down there, like, pretty early before, and I, did, I don't live that close to it. And I waited for about 20 minutes. They're like, all right, we're full up. Oh, my and God. Like, it well, was popular. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was packed. because I mean, partially because that screening was free. But, yeah. like, it's mm. like, all right, I guess I'll... Well, and also all the buzz was that if you don't see it now, you'll never see it. Oh, yeah. It's going to get oh, shut right. down by it's Disney. It's going to get shut down. You the have Disney to see man. <laughs> yeah, those Disney lawyers. They're going to rappel in from the ceiling. Yeah. They're going to gr- grind up all the copies and yeah, put it into the churros, Yeah, they're going to somehow stop it man. from hitting the internet, you know, a full <laughs> yeah. film. They really, maybe the best move Disney's made in the, like the smartest, most savvy thing they've done in, in the last decade is just decide to ignore it. Well, yeah, <laughs> so and I, smart. honestly, I think if it was better, they wouldn't have been able to resist trying to shut it down. But I think they watched it and they were like, 
it's fine. Yeah, yeah. this no is no one's gonna remember this. <laughs> worth anyone's time. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting to compare to now after the Florida project came out, which I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. for anyone, but the the parks do play a role in the movie and it's very moving and I thought well done mm-hmm. like comparatively in a, a similar fashion well, anything versus escape to the <laughs> well but uh, yes anything <laughs> but it's move, just like well this you is more. how you yeah this is how you the do the only that. time I this is a side note the only time I've been a cine family was to see a Rip Taylor documentary and Mr. Taylor was there uh, and I'll tie it into Disney because he did the genie's voice in DuckTales uh, Legend what? of the Last Lamp or whatever what? that lamp movie yeah mm-hmm. I He's loved the genie that voice. movie Mm-hmm. Movie was that, great. I was that in theaters or was that? Yes, yes. it was. Yes. Okay. Did, did yes. it launch the series or come after? It after, launched I think. it, right? Or it was after. Maybe middle, it was after. Or in the middle. I yeah. think. Yeah. I think it was after. I think this show started in the eighty six, eighty seven. It was like that animation where like it was slightly better, like that Jetsons yeah. movie yeah. where you're like, it looks better. It's still like like seventy minutes. It's yeah. still like mm-hmm. too short, but it's good. It's like it's a great movie. And then it ends with like just hearing the theme song coming out of like movie speakers is so good because it's such mm-hmm. a good theme. You can hear like a nice mix of the yeah. thing. Yeah. Not in the shitty or shitty eighties or nineties television. <laughs> yeah. It's big and grand. Yes. That is it's a perfect song for theater speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh like uh, a, a, a horn line as uh, powerful as Indiana Jones, perhaps. Mm, um, that's high praise. I love yeah. the uh, the DuckTales uh, love the DuckTales oh, yeah, theme. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well and I don't think I don't know when it came out in theaters, but I didn't see it in theaters, but my dad had like a home theater setup that we mm-hmm. always watched it on and we had it on Laserdisc. Nice. And then he wanted to get rid of our Laserdisc player and I was like, you have to keep the player and the DuckTales Laserdisc. You can get rid of everything else. And he's like, well, no, I'm not going to keep the machine for this one. And I was like, we need DuckTales. It's the yeah. best one we have. So, so we kept it. it? Yeah. Okay, go. Let's of course. Go. Thank and, God. And or at least one. he may have gotten rid of it and not told me that could uh-huh. happen too. Oh, <laughs> that happens a lot when we're kids. Like <laughs> yeah. Parents just disappear things and you don't even remember. Yeah. That was uh, one, I don't think I saw it in theaters either, but I did watch that VHS a lot. And another movie with a very similar, like the show was out for a while and then they made a movie that looked a little better uh, was the Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't, is that the best Batman movie? Uh, I'll say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Of any of better than the uh, it's, Burton or I th- it's kind of better, I think. Hmm. But that's a whole nother. Better than we, the Dark Knight? It's pro- the cartoon. It's probably not well, better I than Dark Knight. I haven't seen it, but it's, uh, it is a v- Scott, it's a very good cartoon. It is I know, good. I'm very dismissive okay. of calling it a cartoon. It's, a very good, a... it's certainly in the top three. Uh-huh. I will say top three. I'd give you that. Yeah. I might yeah. say it's like there's returns, Dark Knight, Phantasm. But this isn't Justin Michaels Batman the Animated Podcast. No, it's not. It's Podcast the Ride. Podcast uh, the Ride. So, Jenny, um, you were a former cast member. Yes. At Our Disneyland. first former cast Our member. First really? Comic-Con. Right? Yeah. Yes. How is that possible? There's I don't cast know. members everywhere in SoCal. Well, that's true. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. gone through that. Scott was a, a tour guide at Universal Studios. Oh, oh yes. nice. Yeah, so yeah. that's nice. the closest, but but not little... the Disney magic though. Okay. Yes. Uh, I I I was uh, I'm, I'm a friend of Woody Woodpecker, I guess, but not. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, no, 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 man, never yeah. met the mouse. So. Uh, so I've written some questions down. Okay. Um, th- these are the first things that popped into my head. So as a cast member, my first question would be like, is it? Does it make you appreciate the magic more or a little less? Obviously, you still love mm-hmm. Disney and you love the parks and everything, but is there a factor into that, or does it make you like it more because you're sort of part of the magic? Then I think it made me like it 
the same amount. I think I was oh, a wow. huge Disney nerd when I went in. I have seen it go both ways. I've seen a lot of people go and work there and then get burnt out. And I think that's part of it is like you have to kind of leave before you get burnt out hmm. on it. Um, but then again, I'd have people where they'd be like, you know, oh, you're still so into Disney, like that'll go away. And I'd be like, how long have you been working here? And they'd be like two months. And I'd be like, I've been here for a year. So <laughs> I don't wow. think yeah. I don't think it's just that I'm waiting to get jaded at this point. But um, the one thing I did notice was a difference is that after I stopped working there, I literally bought my annual pass the day after I quit uh -huh. because my family was visiting across that time. So I was like, well, I'm getting it right now. I quit yesterday and now I have my annual pass. But um, it was like, it's so different visiting only as a guest than visiting as a cast member on your day off. Because I think you do kind of feel, even though no one's really gonna know, you feel like you have to be on your best behavior and you feel like you might run into people that you know still. Right. Now that I haven't been working there for a little while, I feel more like I'm just a normal guest and maybe I'm getting that um, pass holder entitledness oh. back where you feel like you're going to get yeah. better service. And, we, um, we have that. We and all you have feel that. more at ease. Oh, do you go yeah. like, yeah, I've yeah. been waiting for 30 yes. minutes and they're like, but you can come tomorrow. You can just yes. come back. <laughs> and you're like, well, I have a pass. And they're like, yeah, a million people have a pass. I'm a premium annual yeah. pass holder. Yes. And there I must only respect. be 70 of us or yeah. so, right? <laughs> yeah, we're um. in the top tier. It's like, no. It is interesting. I feel like that's with jobs like uh, this is, I when I was younger, I worked at the container store in Schaumburg, Illinois. And I do recall after working there for a while, I had a, an ownership over the place. And you sort of feel <laughs> yeah. like, well, this is my place and I belong. You walk in there on your day off and you'd be like, hell yeah, I know where everything goes. <laughs> and then after you're done what working there, yeah, after you're done working there, you're like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> I do feel like I still get that sometimes where you'll go in like not being a cast member and still want to like yell at people who are breaking the rules. Oh, we have that too, though. Yeah, like yeah. you see like a walkway gets stopped and you'll be like, where's the GSO lead? Who's letting this happen? <laughs> but, you know, you just have to be like, okay, whatever. There are people that mistreat the parks and I think we'll, we'll be like in line and be like, have you seen this? Yeah. A load of this. And You'd be like, why isn't that yeah. lead stepping in? I was just at Florida and I saw the Little Mermaid show. Have you guys seen that? Yes, it's delightful. I just, and I just saw it again two weeks ago. I, it was my first time seeing it. I didn't know it was so puppet centric. It mm. was like the the best mm -hmm. thing I did all day in Hollywood Studios, which is a low bar to clear, but at like, the moment, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right now, one of the two attractions um, currently, yes. Uh, but yeah, you know, you need to walk all the way in and go all the way down the row, even if you're not sitting in the middle. And mm -hmm. this gentleman behind us and his child had stopped in the middle, and the cast member was like, "Move all the way down, sir," and he didn't because he was just being a typical guest. And she started like absolutely losing her mind. She was like, "Sir." please please sir and she's like when someone asks you to do something you do it and she like seemed oh like she was God. gonna start crying and i was just looking around like where's her lead who's allowing yeah, this to happen that it was, was awkward he was the problem yeah. and then she immediately became she the problem she met him on his level yeah. where she she raised the stakes and everyone in the whole theater was just silent and watching this drama play out yeah. and like we were all looking around like where are the other cast members and I was just like this is not appropriate <laughs> we went into the first musical number with a very odd mood in the theater yeah <laughs> we watched this cast member like storm out of the room crying in anger and then Sebastian pops up like under the <laughs> with like the little snail puppets it was a weird wow. vibe <laughs> that's very strange I gotta work a little harder at the top man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get the crowd back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tough tough thing to they follow they 
warm it up. Yeah. <laughs> were we? Were you with me? The opening of Cars Land and Cars Land was a mess. The Radiator Springs oh, Racer, God. the big. We were there was a opening mess. weekend and the following weekend. Well, so yeah, so there was a whole mess, and there might have been like it might have been down or fast passes. Or there was some problem, and there was a cast member screaming at everyone, and and oh, we went up to another cast member, and they were like, "They're from Florida." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a whole thing of like I think uh, it is a different training protocol there well yeah. I think that weather that Florida weather can just drive anyone to madness <laughs> it's such a big park I think people slip through the cracks in training oh a yeah bit. higher turnover with the college program being a bigger oh, presence out there interesting. so I think Florida is really different sometimes for the worse but mm. it makes it more exciting it's like the wild west <laughs> yeah all i also added, got like uh, yelled at in pandora because i stopped to take a picture in the queue of flight of passage which is beautiful yeah. and this guy was like it's not a photo shoot and i was like can you imagine an imagineer who like sculpted all this by hand <laughs> like they're gonna feel like they're there they're gonna think it's amazing and it's like stop being dazzled by our alien that was, <laughs> geography. also it is a photo shoot in this day and age the that parks was, are the whole park giant is a photo shoot that was a cast member? Yeah. Wow. That's very odd. <laughs> I mean, he was working the line because of flight of passage. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the nice way is like, oh, can you step to the side Please if you want to take a picture? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that the company's not going to like to hear that because no. <laughs> the pictures on Instagram and Twitter and stuff are free marketing yeah, for Yeah, and them. that's part of the experience is yeah. to be so impressed wow. by what you're seeing that you want to keep a memory of it. But I don't know, it kind of became like an in-joke with my friend and I. Like, whenever one of our phones came out, we'd be like, ma'am, it's not a photo shoot. Ma'am, please. <laughs> if if imagine head Imagineer of Pandora, Joe Rody's listening to this, he's crushed his can I of know. whatever he's drinking <laughs> and he's just like, I have to make a call. And yeah. He's gonna, that guy's getting fired. <laughs> He's, he's gonna have to come undercover boss and <laughs> yeah. uh, just pose as a regular cast There's member. Oh, the earring's so subtle, it'll be really easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Disney look. He'll have to disguise it as like he'll put, put prosthetics over he it or something. Just tape it to the back of his ear and oh, sure. wear like a, a mullet wig. That's oh, that's a Disney good idea. Yeah, either. you're that's gonna need a wig. There's gonna need some wig work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is just a this is just a dreadlock. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, so Jenny, what did you do? What was your your I had your two shirt? different roles. I was there for about three years total, I think. So for like the first half of my time, I was Circle D, which is the horses primarily, but it's also uh, it was the petting farm animals mm-hmm. when we still had that. Um, it's also the dogs at the kennel. So it's oh. literally anything alive that works at the resort. Um, hmm. This was before my time, but they used to handle the birds that would open the jungle cruise in the morning and then live in the cages there. They would be the ones that brought them out and back. I also, I guess for a time, there were spiders somewhere. I want to say it was in a bug's land. They had like display spiders. Oh, or maybe yeah. it was at the that... end of Tarzan's treehouse or something, but they took care Sounds of the spiders right. too. I don't think um, I knew about the, the birds, real birds in the jungle Yeah, cruise? they used to have in the cages hanging in the queue like in the office area they would leave birds in there and then every morning when the jungle opened they would bring out a bird on their arm and be like let's open the jungle for the day Um, but all before my time but um, I did know the cast members that owned the birds that had taken them home Um, and then after that I transferred because I was upset that the petting farm was closing Mm -hmm. it was my favorite location did you do the running of the goats did you 
oh, run yeah. that. That was my jam. That was so, like my favorite thing. Yeah. So so uh, they yeah in the back of Disneyland basically there were goats and during the daytime they would be out and you could pet them and, mm-hmm. and would you feed them with it? That's not um, we wouldn't feed them there. Goats yeah. have like very they have um, multiple stomachs so they digest for a long time uh-huh. so they would get a large breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day they would go home for their dinner. That's why they ran. Ah, their motivation was they, they knew to... that dinner was waiting. Um, oh, that's so, about how I live my that's life. That's how you train a goat. <laughs> that's yeah. how you train yeah. Jason too. Yeah. yeah. Wait, sorry, set the scene here. Uh, you never saw the running of no, the goats? No, I never a have. A lot of people and didn't. so for anyone else who hasn't, this uh, is Jason's can you narrate second this? favorite thing to do at Disneyland. I, it's so good. I would every time I was in the park would go and pet the goats. The goats it, are amazing. Who's your favorite goat? Uh, I all of them. I didn't. Okay, you I don't couldn't know any choose of their names. No, uh, I didn't learn their names. Uh, <laughs> number the one round three of the trivia yeah, contest, Jenny. <laughs> I know. I bet I could still name all the goats. I had my favorite. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, name go some for goats. It. Go for it. Oh, we had um, we had a Medusa Ooh, and uh. a Leota. They were um, our spooky goat sisters. Oh, we had Penny and Jane. They were the white goats. Um, Pongo. We had Lock, Shock, and Barrel. The triplets. They oh. were my favorite. They were very cuddly. Lock, Shock, and Barrel from the from, uh, Nightmare. Uh, um, yeah, Nightmare Before okay. Christmas. And uh, Lock was the sweetest goat. I forgot about Madame Leota, and I was like, "There's a goat named after Ray Leota." Yeah, that's yeah, an Ray interesting. Liotta. One of Disney's legends. Yeah, Ray Disney Liotta. legend Ray Leota. <laughs> already said Penny and Jane. We had uh, Lilo and Stitch, mm-hmm. and um, Mulan was the mother of Lilo and Stitch. Did they all? Uh, actively uh, were they in pairs or is it siblings when they're all sibling groups and goats have really strong family bonds Um, we also got Bernard and Bianca they were babies the last year the farm was open and um, our two sheep were Thunder and Bolt Oh, yeah. oh, very cool. That's nice. Um, yeah. So the ru- so the running, can you explain this then? Yeah. From, uh, uh, for um, anyone who doesn't so know. every night at closing, we would close the main gate where people enter the petting farm that like closes it off from the park. Okay. And then we would move all of the guests that wanted to stay to watch the running of the goats over toward the cabin so they were clear of the path. And then we would just open the gate and all the get- goats would like know to run in a straight line all the way backstage and all the way over the berm and back to their farm. So and they would go like a distance too. You would think would. like when I would and see a, it. A way I'd... backstage too. So it, it was a while. Right. Like I would I would see it and I would be like, why doesn't one just peel off and head to fantasy land? Yeah, like and it's that, weird that's that they know. They're such like social creatures uh-huh. is they always prefer to follow the group. So you would usually have the one dominant goat on a lead and then the cast member leading the run. Um, and that one would be usually lock or barrel. And when Pongo, before he retired, it was always Pongo. He was like our patriarch. Um, so you would put the biggest one on a lead and then all the goats would follow the leader goat. Pongo That's was cool. the glue, like Phil Hartman on SNL. Yeah, Pongo was a great goat. Cast. Pongo would always like get on the high barrels, so usually when you see someone has a picture with a goat, it would be Pongo. Wow, um, but really? he retired; he was getting really old. So oh, okay. Yeah. And what what became of all of this? What what happened to all these other? Because this is uh, I'm correct, right? This is the area that is now uh, Star Wars yeah. Galaxy's Edge. So what what uh, where are the goats today? The goats. Um, <laughs> the goats when I was there that would retire, they could, they would just kind of go usually in sibling pairs, although Pongo got adopted off by himself Um, but they would either go in like ones or twos um, just to cast members who wanted them or friends of cast members former cast members and then we were really lucky that when the farm closed all of the goats went to the same family who were like former cast members they live out in Marietta and they have like a big farm property so they took not only all the goats but also the two donkeys 
Oh, wow. And then the cow went to a different cast member. I hated the cow. She was the meanest little cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's just oh. such a mean creature. So the cow's not bothering yeah. all the goats you like. She That's was, great. Well, and she was always in her own pen. But um, our She's still mad cloud, about the reception of Home on the Range. I think so. I think it was part of it. But um, And they had a bigger cow named after one of those cows. I think Daisy or something. She was hmm. before I was there. I heard she was really sweet. But we had a miniature cow named Clarabelle. And... I don't know if it's a cow thing or a miniature cow thing, but she was so <laughs> aggressive. Like the only time she seemed happy was when she was attacking people or destroying things. <laughs> wow. And wow. she was like her low center of gravity made her like the perfect height to try to knock you over and then kick you in the face. So the cow would try to knock you oh, over. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you're trying to like kind of manhandle her. That's the only way to like move a cow. They're not like horses. <laughs> they have really big skulls. So uh-huh. you can't just put a halter on and, and have leverage. You have to like, get them in the nose you have to like grab or hit their nose to stop them from like hurting you but um guests would be watching so you'd have to be like gentle and be like oh she just wants to play and they'd be like look at the baby cow and you're like no it's like that movie the orphan this is like a middle-aged cow she's just small she's not a baby she's an adult she's like a scary woman in a cow's body did they give you like lines to say when you were like trying to aggressively wrestle a cow (laughs) (laughs) and some people weren't about it they were just like she's being a brat and they'd like hit her in the face but i would always be like oh clarabelle's a silly cow as you're like trying to keep an eye on the cow so she doesn't like kill you wow. um but and then we would also bring the horses out uh that work on main street we'd bring them for one hour sets where we would just keep them in the little pen there and people could pet them over the fence Oh, wow. And then, of course, we'd get people like, his home is so small, this poor horse. And you're like, (laughs) he's only here for an hour. You can tell because the whole time he's here, there's a person with him holding him on a halter. Like, do you think that's his life? Like, there's always (laughs) a human holding his face. Um, And then at the same time, guests would be like, when it's time for the horse to go home and get lunch or get some water, they'd be like, I didn't, like, my kid didn't get to pet him yet. And it's like, well, do you want the horse to stay here in the heat or do you want the horse to be happy? It's like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can't have both. Yeah. It is crazy to think about Disney having, this is a thing, like, in the parks, like, that, a discipline that you may not think about, just as, like, an average guest. It's like, oh, there's a massive livestock operation (laughs) going on behind the scenes. And it's huge. It was five acres backstage. Wow. Of, like, and that would include the, the big arena where the horses would exercise, and then we also had an automated hot walker. We called it the panel walker because it had, like, large panel doors. And then a full barn with all the horses and a full outside stall accommodation. So if it was cold, we'd bring them in. And if not, they would stay outside and have fresh air. So it was massive. And then wow. a smaller barn for the goats and the it's farm sa- It sounds nice. Like, it seems like a, like a good place for animals to It live. was. I think it was like, it was nice space. It didn't feel as much like a barn because it was kind of surrounded by those backstage roads. So it felt yeah. a little like a lot of concrete, not a lot of like nice natural farmland you'd picture for animals so i think the new facility they have out on norco is like a lot more pleasant for a horse Mm -hmm. even though it is really inconvenient and far away Mm -hmm. they have to walk really where is it uh, it's in norco so it's like where is that i don't know i don't know the area but Mm. um it's called horsetown usa it's a very horsey (laughs) area that's literally what norco is called Wow. Yeah. Um, was there ever a, like a like were there problems? Was there ever like an animal that like wandered somewhere shouldn't to, like or is it just such a lockdown system that the animals know it's what to do? Locked down. I mean, with anything, you'll have like accidents. Like 
you know, sometimes you'd have a horse that's like pulling the streetcar and tries to go the wrong direction if it's like a newbie horse mm-hmm. or like they might spook. <laughs> but they're such large horses that even if they spook, they might trot. They just don't have the uh-huh. energy to want to like run away with anyone, um, which is what I like about draft horses. So did I you don't have, know. I heard about stuff before I went there. Did but. you have any interaction with the cats of Disneyland? Yeah. The wild oh, cats? yeah. That's, that was <laughs> yeah. another part of the operation was um, not interacting with them so much, but we would leave out food for the Disneyland cats in like backstage cat kennels at key locations. So you'd go around in your little like golf cart and restock their food. And the purpose of that was like, Firstly, so they're not begging guests for food because that can be like a safety concern for everybody. Um, But the main function was to make sure they weren't carrying disease because to access the cat kennels, they had to like crawl through this fuzzy tube that was lined with flea repellent. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then every couple of months they would not leave out the food. And then at night they would put out traps with like more delicious food. And then they would trap, um, vaccinate, spay, neuter and release. So if you see the cats in the park, if they have like a notch in their ear, that means they've been successfully trapped and spayed, neutered, vaccinated. And if they don't have the notch, it's like a wily cat that's been avoiding the traps. That's crazy. Interesting. Um, this is a little hidden Mickey yeah. game you can yeah, play. Yeah, there you go. For, the, for the, those of you who don't know, there are cats that, it, they call them feral cats, but they're not really feral, they're right? They're pretty feral. I oh, mean, are some they? of them are friendly and they'll come up to people, but the especially ones, the old ones. I, anytime I'm at the Disneyland Hotel, I see at least one or two cats walking yeah, around the property. The, the best they're place to see friendly. them is the Rivers of America or by Grizzly River Run. They're usually like oh, in the sure. plants. And yeah. the, most of them are pretty shy, so you just kind of observe them from a distance but so, they're pretty cool uh, they're kept there though to keep mice away is that real is that really the purpose or they're just um, there i mean there's there's that urban legend that that's how they got there in the first place but as it is now the company's not intentionally trying to keep them there they're just trying to keep them healthy and control the population so they're not carrying disease um and i think the the thinking is that the capture spay and release is considered a better option for population control than um removing them from the area because then they'll just like have more babies to fill the void in the ecosystem Uh i guess um but yeah when they are able to catch kittens when they're cat trapping or if they catch one and notice that it's like really friendly and really adapted to humans they'll just adopt them out to cast members wow but are we sure that Disney isn't just using these cats to concoct a secret formula of cat, <laughs> cat flu? flu. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it is possible. kind of like symbiotic, though, because you don't see a lot of rats at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. When you said more delicious food, uh, do you know what brand? Uh, I don't I, know. Like, do they go with like a normal Imes and then they go with like a like a real piece of meat? I think or? it is like real meat when it's the trapping nights or uh-huh. just like a more premium <laughs> brand. I wasn't one of the cat trappers. That was like an optional position you could train in if you wanted to work very late shifts. <laughs> wow, really? And, um, I heard it was very fun because you would it would just be you and another cast member cruising around in the golf cart all night. It's really chill. Whoa. You get to go in weird areas of the park because they trap along the rivers of America. But it wasn't a knowledge that I ever bothered to pick up while I was there. Could well, you hire right into that job? Because that's a job I feel like I would like to do for like for a couple weeks. For just cat trapping? Just cat trapper. It has to be part of the other livestock. All oh. the animals are the same job. So first and foremost, it's going to be the horse knowledge that uh, they look for. Jason and I, and like safari hats and a golf cart. Well, yeah, all cats. white. I know, like it sounds all, fun, right? All yeah. white, giant nets. Like yeah, do full, we have yeah. nets like a Full dog on Looney Tunes dog catcher. <laughs> I think they did have at least one large net, but I don't <laughs> think that was usually what was helping them catch the cat. I think it was a backup plan. Okay. That's a great idea. You can put on the table. Yeah, Revolutionize right. yeah. the I can system. bring up a whole, yeah. And like we show up at City Hall one day with yeah. giant nets and like, hello, 
Uh, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> what I have you in my hands, people, not a coincidence. Like, asking if they could leave their cats there. Like what? if you worked a kennel shift, like you would get calls like, I found a stray cat. Can I like drop it off there? Because I know you guys have a cat program, and it's like, no, we're not. We're not taking your cats and turning them loose. Yeah, this is not a shelter. This is not a rescue. You you hear rumors like, oh, Disneyland trains the cats, and then every night they play a bell, and the cats all run to their kennels like we're like a Pied Piper of cats or something. I think I've heard that. Yeah, I think think they are goats or something. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, they're not trained. They're super feral. Wow. Um, And then the ones that are less feral, like I said, tend to get adopted out. So. A lot of cast members take home cats. A lot of cast members will just grab a cat if they find a kitten and keep it, which they're not supposed to do. They're supposed to go through the official channels. But you do hear about cast members like, yeah, I found a kitten and I took it home. It's like, you're going to get ringworm because you should have waited for them to vaccinate (laughs) first. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If we worked there, we would have told on those employees because we are good (laughs) boys who follow the rules. There you go. Good boys (laughs) who follow the rules. Um, Jenna, you were saying that there was another place. You were, where was the other place you yes, worked at? Yes, um, I transferred to guest relations, which is like, it's a couple of different things. It's the department that handles VIPs, it's the tours, and it's complaints <laughs> and Ooh. information. Oh, sure. A, a lot of complaints. Well, um, how'd that I, go? I liked that one better. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I mean, I already knew that I didn't mind angry guests. I kind of liked handling the people who are really angry. And you would get that at the kennel a lot because I was like a lead at the kennel too. So if somebody gets turned away and they're like well I want to talk to your lead you're the one that gets to like drive over there and be like okay here's why we're not letting your dog into the kennel and it would always be because they weren't vaccinated or they didn't bring their proof of vaccination but if people's vacations are at stake and they get there and find out they can't leave their dog in the oh, kennel God. it can there can be a lot of emotions attached to that hmm. um but yeah it never bothered me so I was like I could just do this all the time and listen to angry people did you like find it to be sort of a like a test like could you have enough of a like sunny Disney yeah, uh, I guess uh, so. disposition enough to counter any anger you faced yeah it is kind of like a test and and also I think it's good test of like social anxiety which I think I have sometimes to just be like I'll talk to strangers and not just any strangers angry strangers <laughs> furious <laughs> like people it'll, it'll be good with for potentially me. furious <laughs> dogs yeah exactly so um so yeah, I, I liked dealing with difficult guests. And in fact, when I was like at Circle D, if they were ever like, yeah, someone's really angry down at the kennel, we need to send a lead. I'd be like, I'm free. I can go down there. That Take one care is, of that. <laughs> is interesting because like, yeah, you are leaving a dog in a facility mm-hmm. with people. I mean, people, one of the issues I think that people have with the Disney parks is guests, if you're, if you're going maybe spend five, 10 minutes on the computer Googling good things oh, to know, do. People don't do so any research. Stake, like I said, and it's yeah. like, you'd think you'd go on the website and find out exactly what you need. Yeah. And we would work with people, like if their dog was in fact vaccinated, we would offer to call their vet's office on their behalf. We had a fax machine there. We were like, they can fax or email us the papers. We'll print them here. We do have to wait until we get them to check you in though. Right. Um, and some people, it would become clear that they just didn't have the shots, um, in which case we'd give them a list of like, here are local vets that'll do it today. You can just come back. Oh, yeah. Um, so we tried to work with them, but it's like, you know, if they came on a Sunday and their vet's office wasn't open or if they didn't want to drive out and find a vet, it's like, you know, people, if there's any wrench thrown in their plans, I think Disney vacations, they cost so much and people plan for so yeah, long yeah. ahead of time that like I said, there's a lot of emotion in it. And I think that even if there's a solution that you're presenting to them, the fact that they're going to have to delay going in for three hours and they didn't plan for that, it can just get them in a tizzy really fast. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I get when people 
or sorry, I, I don't get when people are like, I showed up at noon. What do you mean I can't just walk on every ride or get a table at like <laughs> a restaurant immediately? <laughs> Dog stuff is like, I guess in California, I just feel like people take better care of their dogs, but it's like, that's crickets. You yeah. can't, like, if, the, if something's wrong with the hotel room, yeah, you can move into another room mm-hmm. or like hit a button and it's like, okay, you got a dining credit or whatever. But like, it's a dog. <laughs> like, yeah, and with dog stuff, it's like, even if you're okay with your dog catching something and getting sick, the kennel can get audited. It's like there are state oh, regulations yeah. for what they have to have. Jeez. So it's like we straight up can't take the dog if it doesn't have the shots and the proof of the shots. Like, is yeah. my dog cute enough for you to override <laughs> yeah. all of that? And we would get <laughs> on, that. We, we would have people begging and yelling. And then there was one time I, I had to go down and talk to the angry you know, wife. And then she called her husband and I had to talk to him too. And it was just like, I'll talk to all, I'll talk to your whole family, but we're not taking the dog into the kennel. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your a whole family and your yeah. disgusting, disease-ridden animal. I'll talk to the dog if it helps. But. <laughs> Is that though? Do you have a in your head like the top three like worst one like craziest people to deal with, or do you have any memories oh. of the worst or most intense? Um, I had situations? a woman who called my lead at City Hall a retard. Oh gosh, which I know. Um, and the reason she was trying to like con us into getting a park hopper, and she was in. Uh, Disneyland and she said she needed to go to California Adventure because they had those chili cones at, at Cars Land and she said that she was pregnant and that was all she wanted and I was like well we have chili here um, yeah. you can get gumbo you can get chili I will write you a voucher for a chili if it'll cheer you up um, but she's like no I need to go into that park and I was like ma'am it's 2pm if you park hop now you will have gotten the value of a park hopper ticket you can upgrade to it but you know, maybe if you'd only been in the park for an hour, I could send you over there and give you a one park ticket where you're just in that park. But if you've already had half the day in one park and then you go to the other, you have park hopped. <laughs> that is the value of a park hopper ticket. So you have to upgrade at that point. Um, but she started off dealing with my manager and she was like yelling at him and I could see him getting really mad back where he was like, ma'am, if you're not gonna like respect me and listen to me. And whenever you see people getting emotional, you're like, okay, I need to step in. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what's going on over here? I, I can assist your guest. And he was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to get into California Adventure and this retard over here. And I was just like, ma'am, if you're not going to be respectful, I'm not going to help you. And she was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, (laughs) you can get mad at people a little bit if they're not using respectful language. You can be like, you can't say that in Disneyland. But um, then she just said it soft spoken and that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, And she didn't get her park car, but I think I gave her like a fast pass to a ride or something. But um, she still came out on top after all this. Usually people leave with something and you at least want to make them feel that they've been listened to and make them feel like they won and then they're not angry and it costs us nothing to give them a fast pass. So um, that's what's kind of fun about it too is at City Hall, like you do have the power to pretty much do anything for them you can give them park hopper tickets if it's an appropriate situation for it or you can give them comp tickets to come back you can get them seating sometimes if you pair up with the people arranging the seating that night for like parades and shows um fast passes obviously you could probably give out like 100 fast passes a day without people being like you're giving out too many fast passes so um, here's a hack for anyone listening go no. to get services and <laughs> no be difficult. like a maniac I mean, but but people there like they know they know they've seen everything at that point so it just yeah. does come down to like what the situation is and what feels appropriate and that was what they really hammered in in training is they're like is it possible is it appropriate um 
and then you kind of work from there. And it, it's so case by case that that's what I liked about it is like, if you were stuck on something, you could excuse yourself and talk to your lead and be like, here's what's going on. What do you think I should do? But usually like no one would question your choices and you would just document everything if you did give them free things. But um, yeah, it, it, you did feel like you had a lot of power to fix people's trips. So if it is like a person who's not scamming you, who's in there because they're having a frustrating time, it did feel really good to like help them turn it around. So I liked that one. I liked it better than Circle D, hmm. I think. Hmm. I, I like the idea that someone was yelling loudly about Chili in City Hall, <laughs> which is a thing. Well, Walt would have well, felt the same. Like? Chili yeah. is very important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of City Hall, um, on the podcast, we've we've started a little campaign to try to make our very own Jason Sheridan the mayor of Disneyland, which is a position oh. we were made aware of. Did you ever have any interaction with the mayor of Disneyland? I didn't even know that was a thing. What really? Is, what is the mayor of Disneyland? It's a cast member. Uh, the the one in Florida recently passed away. Okay. I, that's I'm just trying to find more information. Is so, there even actually a current so, mayor? I, that's what I'm, I'm wondering. Oh, what is it? What does it entail? Here's, so what happened was in 2014, we were at the anniversary, like whatever, 59th anniversary, and they said, ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Disneyland and a, a man in a top hat. and a, So this is crazy you, that you've never met the mayor. So... He comes out. He does a big ceremony. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a mayor, and Jason should be the mayor in 20 years. So... Uh, what did he do? I, he just said like, oh, welcome. Did he carry a key to Disneyland? I, he just, he was. Are you sure it wasn't just an eccentric man? <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody announced him. So that's how I knew the it was mayor, official. Was it the voice of Disneyland? The, like a recorded yes, announcement? It oh was a God. whole thing. And it was all ceremony with all the characters. And they what? said mayor of Disneyland. Yes. Maybe so, it was, was he an old man? He seemed it wasn't a bit like old. a Make-A-Wish. If he's like eighteen, I don't I'd think be so. like, Maybe it's Make-A-Wish Foundation. So the reason I know I'm not crazy it's like is like a forty-year-old man. You're like, that's not. <laughs> well, if we need to go Make-A-Wish for you, then we can lie our way into getting oh you that God. position. Oh yeah. Oh, that's another bad guest. I have had people lie and say they're on Make-A-Wish trips that aren't because our department Ooh. would handle that too. But you would get the heads up about that. You would because well we already have the list of all the guests that are coming. Right. But I had a man come to one of our viewing sections with a forged Make-A-Wish email that and it had the, the letterhead darkest. and everything. Thing. Yeah, and I oh called back God. the Chamber of Commerce like, you know, is this family on the list? And they were like, no. Um, and that man started like yelling at my coworker. He had a girl there that was actually in like a motorized wheelchair and it was like a legit one. It wasn't yeah. a, an ECV. It was an actual joystick operated wheelchair. So I was like, so she's got some medical condition. She's not on a Make-A-Wish trip, but I did give them viewing. Um, we had like an extra standing room only section. And I was like, well, the child that's sick is already in a chair. So I can put the family in the standing room section. The girl can go in the front. It's fine. Um, but then he was angry about that. He's like, those guests get benches and and you want us to stand like we're garbage in the back. And I was like, it's an unobstructed view. Um, and then there again, that was one situation where I had this coworker, uh, she wasn't there long. She started like yelling back to him. And she's like, I felt threatened. He had tattoos. And I was just like, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say her name, but I was just like, you know, her name. And I was like, go stand in the corner. <laughs> like, I will take care of this guest. Wow. Because um, it's like, you don't yell back to guests. It yeah. looks bad. It's not a good look. It's not a good way to handle Even it. Even in don't this, the darkest Disneyland story <laughs> I've ever heard. It was horrible. <laughs> Forging Make-A-Wish yeah. uh, documents. And he was mad. And it was sad. They missed the show. He ended up pulling his whole family out of the section. And yeah. it he was like, I'm going to go complain. And I was like, okay, you can tell them my name's Jenny. You can tell them what happened. It's fine. 
because uh, I knew I was Ooh. in the right. I'd already yeah. called on my management and everything. But it's like, you know, sometimes if you get a guess like that, you're just like, okay, he's going to yell at me for two minutes and see he's not going anywhere and just leave. So <laughs> yeah. that's sometimes what it takes when you get people that are at that level. He'll lose wow. his voice eventually. Yeah, he'll he'll get frustrated yelling in circles with somebody that's not getting upset they're being yelled at and <laughs> it'll stop being satisfying and he'll leave. She didn't break at all. <laughs> yeah. Her posture didn't change. She didn't yeah. melt to the Because you're just puddle. like, I understand, sir. Yes, this must be very frustrating. Frustrating. You're I welcome to go to Chamber of Commerce. Person in full plaid <laughs> have a breakdown from yeah. me yelling at them. Tears yeah. on plaid. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um, to bring this back to the mayoral uh, campaign, yeah, I think mayor. this should be, now that you're aware of this issue, Jason, yeah. I think that you should have a, a zero tolerance policy towards make-a-wish forgery. I think punishable <laughs> by death. Uh, what what I, method? By, oh, by death? What method of execution? Mm. <laughs> I guess, yeah, we got to figure that Has out. To be like uh, uh, yeah. Drowning in the rivers of America? <laughs> <laughs> Walking the plank off the Columbia? Yeah. Uh, Wearing like lots of like Disney uh, mugs and piggy shoes. banks. Some, you some could attach to your... goofy shoes. Ah, uh, sure, yeah, Those yeah. Full of down. sand, yes. Yeah. You could add a plank to the Mark Twain. Oh. Because Jason's favorite ride is the I Mark Twain River. That would boat. be classy, wouldn't it? So, yeah, it would, would be, be a, a nice painted method. white uh, plank, oh. and then you can make them march but right off. But everybody's in yeah. black. Yes. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> contrast real... is striking. Because you yeah. need a visual, like, what, like why you Trump have, wants the wall. Sir, you have <laughs> sinned, and justice must be done. <laughs> what if you're watching the finale of Fantasmic, and then the, the boat oh. hits the center in front of the audience, and then they go, Folks. ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Disneyland. <laughs> We've got a real scumbag here. It's time to meet out the some justice. <laughs> Frontier justice. Yep. What do you think? <laughs> they would love that. Can you imagine the hush that would fall over the crowd? And yeah. then, yeah, you have to repeat, like, you know, 20 meters, 40 meters, Mark Twain, and yeah. then you push them off. It would be beautiful, a you beautiful would, ceremony. Yeah. And then the music picks back up. Yeah, and then the music, yeah, the dreams. And, yeah. and you um, know that well, as Mickey has defeated hypothetical uh, made-up evil, so has evil been defeated in our real world. Absolutely. A beautiful, By a yeah. real-life Mickey-esque hero, circle. Mayor Jason. Yeah. That said, any uh, uh, I will be very lenient on like old-time bindle wearing, uh, carrying hobos. If they can get in the park, they're allowed to they swipe the whatever pie cooling. Yeah, <laughs> they can. You know, if they're not allowed to carve their symbol saying like free pie, or mm-hmm. like they're not allowed to carve their hobo code in the park. But mm-hmm. they are. If they have chalk, they can use chalk. If, that washes away. But what so, if they steal that premium cat food? Uh, the, the if they can fight for it, they can have it. Mm, Them's okay. the rules of the road. All right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I think this billion, multi-billion dollar company can afford a yeah, little extra premium cat food. Give uh-huh. them a, let them dig, let them put their bindle into the chili tank where the cones are, are filled <laughs> and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. whatever you can fit in there and Just you can get it on home. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go chili fishing. Yeah. Is there a chili tank that, was there a job at Disney where you have know. to supervise a chili tank? I mean, even backstage they had chili and it was Walt's chili because Walt loved his chili. Oh, he really? Loved, he did. He loved chili. He loved grilled cheese sandwiches. If you ever go up to his apartment, he has like a panini press for grilled cheese oh, sandwiches. Wow. Yeah. He loved, he was a simple man because he he didn't grow up wealthy. So his family, it was Mm -hmm. a lot of like depression food. Right. So they ate a lot of chili. He loved grilled cheeses. And he also loved uh, Tom and Jerry's in a departure from the studio. That was like his favorite alcoholic drink. Really? Tom and Jerry. What's a Tom and Jerry? What is a Tom and Jerry? I think it's some kind of hot 
beverage like it's a hot alcoholic beverage i want to say it's like gin i think you just delicious hot, hot gin, hot gin. <laughs> or like i don't know but it sounded gross uh, when i heard the recipe at carthay the, on the menu there's a the walt's, walt's favorite scotch drink scotch mist and it's yeah. just scotch with an scotch ice, and ice. In it. it's yeah. and a lemon twist yeah. it's really good um it is is good, it? Yeah. at adam at, um, at the walt disney family museum in san francisco there is like place. an exhibit it's really incredible and there is do you remember like the display case of like here's the stuff Walt liked to have in the house and it was no. like jello diet custards oh my gosh and like yeah. chili and there's debate about what his favorite kind of chili was whether it was Harme- Hormel or a different brand <laughs> we'll of chili we'll have two experts well, on to debate that one they have Disneyland recipe of Walt's chili yes there is so his classic I have to chili, assume but. that's like to his taste and it's not very good I got it once it's not very good chili <laughs> We but have we, to settle this debate. I'm tired of signing on to Twitter and people, what a divided. Like Hormel. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> these. It's we have to if if we don't learn how to speak to each other on this Walt Chili issue, then how do we move? I mean, forward? they have all these other canned goods and replica goods at mm-hmm. the museum. Of like, here's what that he would send the housekeeper on shopping trips for. Of like whipped miracle miracle whip. And, miracle uh, whip. Just spoon it right onto just the spoon chili. It right hot. Wash gin. it down with a scotch. Hot Jay- gin. <laughs> miracle whip. Jason is such a Walt. Well, fan he uh he just eats exclusively from walt's diet yeah he's gonna die very young <laughs> but happy but happy. and yeah, mayor happy. and yeah. mayor of disneyland yeah um the only la- the last thing i had written down here so when you're around the park do you see like do you have interactions with uh the coolest most famous people and by that i mean <laughs> walt disney imagineers not you, that much. Really? I mean, they go on vip tours but they're not the ones that we would see the most often mm-hmm. but um yeah, I mean, it seems like the people who tell you they're Imagineers are like the ones that aren't really. Hmm. We've yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people so, who are eager to name drop. More lies. I didn't know huh. Disneyland was yeah. such a park of lies. Roland so, Crump shows up a lot though. He'll just ride oh. the Main Street vehicles. I actually saw him more as a Circle D cast member than a VIP guide because or a tour guide, I should say. VIP was a different. Um, distinction oh. but oh, same um, at universal yeah yeah extra yeah. set of training it was, you i decided which one it. you wanted to do if you wanted to do the scripted tours or the um the one-on-one tours oh and I then can't. everyone would handle the guests in like a concierge mm-hmm. degree or like for the vip seating but um you would decide if you wanted to train into doing the one-on-one tours and i always found those really awkward yeah. the idea of following around a stranger's family all day i just yeah. i didn't have the spoons <laughs> for that so i preferred yeah. the scripted ones but um but yeah i would see a lot more as circle d i would see Rolly crump because he loves to just ride the main street vehicles and then tell you that he made them it's really cute <laughs> it's really cute that's um, that nuts. it's awesome that's great uh wow um this dorkish delight so if you're Way, uh, in the park just stare at the horse-drawn streetcar you might see it you might show by. up at wow. some point yeah. that huh. is like the uh, high school student going back to, at the football game <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> in. like i used to play here by the or, way i don't know sorry not really crump bob gurr look i'm losing oh. all my disney knowledge bob gurr he was the one that fathered all those right. famous vehicles that round counted for all the points i know jokes on you know. we're up again <laughs> or we're tied i don't know yeah um. <laughs> you guys are like we all knew that we were just waiting for you to catch up there's some raleigh crump yeah. exhibit happening right with the, the van eden uh, gallery selling gallery. all his stuff right now oh neat <laughs> all right they're both I, I hope he wants that. A That's, lot of sketches and stuff. It's oh, fun. Cool. Yeah. Both of them are pretty like public in the Southern California area of like yeah. doing talks and exhibits. Bob Gurr, who wait, we context, contextualize Bob Gurr yeah. for people who don't know. Uh, oh yeah, well Main Street Vehicles. Uh, Main Street Vehicles. Uh, what else is he known? Later, later worked on. He also um, designed the Omnimover system. 
Oh, is that, that right? was in my tour. That's why it suddenly jogged my memory. Oh, so. okay. Worked <laughs> then, on King um, Kong later for Universal, oh, I believe. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think they hired a okay. special for. What a segue, Scott. Talking now that we're yeah over we, to we, we could talk to you about like cat traps and chili for more <laughs> many more hours that should be the title mm-hmm. of this episode cat traps and chili <laughs> that's true well i was my the my my ideal segue here was that we're all about to catch a giant case of cat flu oh that's uh, even that's ooh. better yeah 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 <laughs> because we're okay. talking about islands of adventures Cat yes. in the hat. Cat in the hat. So uh, you were just there. I was just there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. was this your first time on this Cat in the Hat ride? Yeah, I've been to Islands of Adventure two times before that, and I did not even know that ride existed. Oh, and, really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, in fact, I didn't know there were really that many dark rides there. I love E.T., um, mm-hmm. But we were walking through Seuss Land, and my friend that I was with said she wanted to find characters. And I saw like a sign saying like "Cat in the Hat," and my hopes were immediately up because it looked like a building. But I was like, "No, we'll probably walk in, and it'll be like a meet and greet yeah. of Cat in the Hat." So I even asked at the front, and they were like, "No, it's like a ride." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like a ride. So I was immediately <laughs> very excited. Oh, it felt like a um, weird, like a like a hidden thing almost. Yeah, I know it's what just you down mean. Down a dark hallway. Well, because the no giant sign does say cat in the hat yeah. but it doesn't say could be colon the ride shop, could yeah be a meet and greet. i was gonna say the for our like official nomenclature purposes this ride is just called the cat in the hat is not it? cat okay. in the hat the ride just not, the cat in the hat yeah yeah i believe so yeah which may have been like uh this this is the i'll say in the original land of uh based on hyper successful children's books where the estate or persons involved in them were involved like before the harry potter stuff at universal the geisel estate uh, uh his wife's Giesel. still alive Giesel? right yeah his wife is yeah. still alive and she was like was very hands-on and like selling the rights and stuff to and in universal. fact there is a plaque somewhere in seuss landing the general area in which this ride is set that is that pays homage to dr to theodore to dr seuss but also to mrs geisel Let's just we yeah. want to just commit to Geisel and either we're wrong the whole time That's or right. I'll say Geisel. Yeah. I think it might be Geisel. Seuss. People yeah, sure. will be mad. Yeah, we'll come, all right. Seuss. Seuss. The Lady Seuss Geisel Lord and Lady Seuss. We shall refer to them as. <laughs> but yeah, Seuss Land. Is it Seuss Landing? Seuss, Seuss Land. Land. Yeah. I think it's a good land. Like they did. They put yeah. effort in. I'm so used to California Universal where nothing seems to have involved yeah. effort in any step in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's finally turning around. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And there's signs Potter, are like, we're better now. We promise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and, and Super Mario will be a, a step in that direction, I think. Oh, I'm but so yeah, excited for that. Do I we just, have a date yet? I no, don't think so. The, the, Five this years is a whole, from now. Yeah, a whole nother yeah. problem is they, they were like, yeah, we're going to be building this stuff every year, and then nothing's open really since Harry Potter, like yeah. three years well, ago. Well, they did close Waterworld, right? So no, it's still step. open. What? No. Okay, so yeah. they're not even clearing the land yet. No, that's okay. not even necessarily going away. I don't think that's oh, where wow. it's going. I think Super Nintendo is probably that's, going... You mean it's going down uh, downstairs. The hill? I, I mean, think it's they can near just close Transformers. The production building or something. They've already removed sound stages. Yes, oh. few sound stages, and then they twenty-five through them. twenty-two, which okay. I which uh, used to house CSI, the oh. number one show at the time I was oh, doing. Wow, Marg Helgenberger. <laughs> yeah, if you could keep doing a little, do a Scott little more. right into <laughs> yeah. that thing. What uh, happened? Yeah, what was so the you rest were a of tram that? Tour guide? Yeah, I did That's the tram cool. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Marg Helgenberger. Who was the other one? Who was? Uh, do you, anyone know which CSI that was? Yeah, it's. Uh, Jason's favorite William, show. Come on. Uh, oh yeah, William something. 
William H. Macy. Sure. No. William H. Macy. I would just, I'd make up from, stuff. I'd I, lie. All I could say from like to live and die in LA. Yeah, I think is, you're right. Yes, it's that guy. Um, um, thrilling. William, William Peterson. Yes, William Peterson. And later Peterson. on, Ted Danson. Uh-huh. Oh, the Ted Danson. Yeah, on yeah. my audition, I had to like read a little blurb where I said all of the... I had to say all five of the Desperate Housewives, which it was Desperate Housewives mania for that month that I did oh that God. job. And Were you so, allowed to read it or did you have to memorize yeah, it? Yeah, you had notes in front of me. But for, my, okay. for this audition purpose, I was handed a little blurb yeah. and I had to say all of the character names and the actress Damn. and and then when, and, I, and I like I got through that because I like I have to get through this paragraph this is my entry point to this dumb job I want to do and uh, but then whenever I it was this this cul-de-sac where all of the houses were almost the same it was like such wisteria, a dull, you're talking about wisteria lane wisteria lane of course yeah they Home still have the that on the tour housewife. right yeah they still yeah. do it Even I don't know if they, not a thing they can't they can't still be talking about desperate housewives do. up until a Oof. couple of y- two years ago they were yeah and, like my yeah. mom when I took her she was like ooh wisteria lane I yeah. would always bail like I would focus on another thing that filmed there which is the music video for Nelly and Kelly Rowland's song Dilemma oh <laughs> and yes. I would sing over the song which always like I've established my, myself as a stiff white guy by that point <laughs> so to then sing the Nelly song was always a big hit and I did like doing it uh, <laughs> and when I'm with my boo okay, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah I, I, but I, my brain could not retain that Desperate Housewives well, I think information the names are too is Edie and Laura and I don't know. I never watched Sa- it. Sally and Stephanie. I, God, I just I, my just brain left names. my body make every time I did names. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Nobody would know. Yeah. What are women called? Carol, um, Rebecca, yeah. Erica, <laughs> Megan. There's always a Megan. There's always a Megan. Megan's a backstabber. Watch out for Megan. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, Wisteria Lane. Um, yeah, so Universal. Why no Wisteria Lane at Islands of Adventure? <laughs> yeah, there should be a whole land. Yeah, but just. Put it on a truck. Put it on a flatbed. <laughs> drive it out sure. there. It's sure. a crowd Country pleaser. Trip. And then stop True. at malls along the way. The yeah. Wisteria Lane tour. They could, um, like Wisteria Lane would have been good to move to the former back lot at Hollywood Studios. Like they had the Golden Girls house at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I never got to ride that when it was open, but it was rough, right? Oh yeah, but like they they didn't have have anything. They Mm -hmm. made up like basically like those whatever you call those. Not they're not real houses, facades Facades. or whatever. Yeah, and it'd be like this is the this thing. I think they had the Golden Girls house was the real one, right? But then the rest was like a fake recording studio where they're like we could record things in here. Um, It looks just like one that you would record things in. They did it. I think they did. Both Universal and Disney made an effort to have actual stuff produced mainly the kids shows and yeah, it was a couple at kids game Disney shows and or then uh, right? and then all the Nickelodeon stuff at uh, yeah. Universal Florida I feel like there was a window from 89 to 95 I wish I had gotten to see the Nick Studios there but by oh, the time man. I went for the first time it was gone they the couch blew I never got to go I yeah. did it I, I didn't see anything that Nick cool. couch Oh, I think I saw it before. Couch? They had the couch from Snick okay. behind a glass with dramatic lighting. <laughs> oh my god! And Where? Uh, like, like on in the, the tour, like behind uh, like glass wall oh and stuff. God. Yeah. The uh, I think I I think I was there when like all that was being explained. It wasn't on oh. yet, and it was like in this stage is being used for That's kind of early. a kids SNL mm-hmm. called All That. Um, wow. With the uh, the man who uh, who will never not be on SNL, <laughs> Keenan Thompson. Fifteen, <laughs> yeah. 15 seasons going. Jeez, wow. I saw Keenan Thompson's office when I went. Wow. The, His the, child office. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> full of like blocks and stuff. 
<laughs> and yeah, just candy bar shelves. A briefcase shelves. that's empty. He was raised at Baby Nickelodeon. Baby bottle pops. Um, or was he into weed already? Was he a weed guy at, uh, at eight 14? years old? Um, yeah, maybe. Um, the craziest tour, the really barren tour, um, is the one in in Paris, which I never oh, missed an opportunity to shit on. There is a yeah, there's a studios there, and with a tram tour, and that one for sure nothing has ever been filmed. Yeah, at. that is the least tram credibility of all of them but it's like a fake hollywood yes. you're like yeah. it's like i'm on a movie set How it's sad a recreation is that? of a place that recreates it's already fake things it's like i'm on a real fake new york street <laughs> just <laughs> like is, in the pictures this is what an unfinished building would look like yeah <laughs> um, le film tech le film the tech yeah <laughs> <laughs> what that they one has movie theaters are <laughs> sure yes le cinema tech it's like a, a borat voice that's like france <laughs> The cinema thing. Um, uh, uh, so the, the, that park has a that has all of the sets from a a, a 2002 Christian Bale movie oh called no. uh, Rain of Fire. I don't even remember. That, that is that is all they just like they took like four statues. How much from do you Rain think they Fire. spent on that? Thirty thousand dollars. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> on the film or on the moving the, st- on the, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. stuff. Just on the stuff they acquired. Yeah, yeah. It's Thirty thousand dollars, but you got to move it yourself. <laughs> we can do that. We got Disney money. They got they got French like uh, uh, field laborers. Yeah, to exactly. Come and, like yeah, they usually they pick grapes out in out in the French fields. <laughs> I mean that it movie that movie they were thinking or hoping was going to be a huge hit the summer that came out and they should have waited like, ate shit immediately they should have waited to see how it did yeah before yeah, they, got they really should have see if people were interested in the tale of quinn abercrombie oh my god <laughs> boy uh, action star um no that's, that's the character, right? character another character is denton van zan oh my god played by matthew mcconaughey Ooh. um maybe it's Howard? like you fed ai like computer <laughs> come up with action movie characters please computer yeah it's sci-fi though okay so you might want to throw a z or two into those names yeah, yeah some that european it up. names yeah, We're yeah, gonna yeah, sell yeah. This yeah. In oh Paris. and it takes place in england so yeah. england it up a bit make them a little british yeah <laughs> yeah it, it should have been a success by all rights. By all the... the By all, yeah. According to the algorithm, the computer should have had this one right, but yeah, they didn't. Yeah, we really thought we nailed it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so... And also no Rain of Fire uh, uh, Island at Islands of right. Adventure. Oh, yeah. They missed a lot of properties, they but did. they did get Seuss Landing. Um, they so, that weird Popeye land with all those horrible oh, well, water we rides. Well, that's... Toon Lagoon's Toon Lagoon. our favorite land. It's, it's wild. It's, I mean, that... Did you, did you ride the Dudley Do-Right ride? Yes. I've, a one of my least favorite rides of all time. Oh, yeah. We did a whole thing on it. <laughs> Jason wants it preserved as I it is forever. No, no, no. Yes, he loves it. I mean, that <laughs> that part... Favorites. I mean, the park is fascinating. Like, the story of Islands of Adventure is like... You know, they always plan to have a second park and, you know, there was, of course, I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on the unbuilt, like, Warner Brother uh, Universal cartoon world that was going to be, like, Looney Tunes rides and a Gotham, like, Batman rides and uh-huh. a Superman ride. And that just didn't happen. So they're like, all right, well, what can we, all right, we were going to do Jurassic Park anyway. Uh, myth characters, they're public domain. Okay, that That's takes care cool of Lost Continent. Too. It looks nice. Yeah. Uh, so Marvel can... was dealing with bankruptcy at the time, so they were uh-huh. just signing anything, and that has come back to haunt Disney now. Um, yeah, it's, but... a, it's a bad land. 
Yeah, uh, well, I kind of wanted to do that. the character dining. Did you guys know that's an option? They just started you doing character dining. You can have breakfast dining. with yeah. Rogue and Cyclops. I was yeah. like, what's that like? <laughs> Face character of Cyclops. What would you even say to him? Hey. I have a lot of <laughs> Cyclops. I have a lot of things to say to we Cyclops. We both have pictures with Cyclops. <laughs> yes, oh I have multiple God. photos with Cyclops. Uh, he, yeah. I feel like I would do the real dickish thing of being like, so, uh, like... Like I would start to like be like, how oh, about that whole onslaught conflict, huh? You remember that <laughs> oh in the God. '90s when Professor X and Magneto's brains merged and created an evil being known as Onslaught? And like I'd see if I could get him, and then he'd be like, "Come on, man." Hey. Do you think they have a training thing where they have to know the canon? Because I know Disney is very on it. Like they quiz their face characters on movie details and stuff. Oh, but really? They do. It's part of like the callback audition. Is they like they tell you what character you're being considered for. They tell you to go home and watch the movie a bunch of times, and then when you come back, they might be like you know it's basic stuff but if you're ariel you should at least know the names right. of all of her friends and her her kingdom and her dad is and it stuff. for just the princesses or, or like the princes or whoever has a face like is does mickey have to whoever's playing mickey have to know like no those the are shorts? more like miming based right but like, like say like yeah. improv but say but I, like star lord would have to know yeah yes. anyone yeah. who speaks they're called face characters if they speak and are, are in like a mask or or uncovered face but if they're yeah. in a full character head it's a fur character right. so with those it's more physicality and it is though like it is goofy physicality they'll be like move like you're goofy and you have to have it down to move the way goofy consistently moves but <laughs> oh, yeah. you can't just like it's not an arbitrary flailing around yeah no it they all have their own resemble. mannerisms they're supposed to have huh. let me ask you this question why every time I take a photo with Minnie Mouse is she so aggressive with me is she flirtatious? She's flirtatious. She kisses me and makes mm-hmm. the noise from inside. This is this is in Florida. Yeah, that popping noise where goes, they kiss you. I don't but know like how her they do nose, that. Her nose hits me in the yeah. side of the face. Uh, and then she like really kind of like gets right on my arm. Like what is know. going on? I mean, I'm saying is, does she's Minnie like, a, like me? Is Minnie's a flirtatious lady. She's But in like a coy way. I feel like Daisy's uh-huh. more like out to get a man. But Minnie is like, she's just okay. playful. She's okay. yeah. She likes to flatter her guests. I see. So on the other hand, like whenever I meet Chewbacca, he like manhandles me a lot. I yes. don't like Chewbacca meeting Chewbacca. Likes hugs. Like, he Chewbacca hugs likes too hard. Hugs. He'll usually yeah. try to like playfully take my stuff and I'll be like, hey, my stuff. I don't know. I just yeah. don't like Chewbacca that much. Mm. My uh, wife was legit scared. If you were there for that, she yes. was so freaked. Of which one? Kylo Loved, Ren? Of Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Just him coming scary. around the corner and that he is Chewbacca of size. human eyes. You know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> did you end up... So in Seuss Landing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, did you find characters did you find no. fur characters because the, the lorax be around. walks around oh, i'd love to uh, meet the lorax we met the lorax we, we have photos yeah. with lorax. was going to be coming out at a certain point but we didn't like linger to wait for it to happen because they said it yeah. was like a little story time and then at the end you can get pictures and we were like we're not going to wait here an hour to meet the grinch because for yeah. all i know it was jim carrey grinch like a grinch miss out here i was like i don't want to meet that guy I, it's yeah. fascinating to me so that is the thing about seuss landing that fascinates me uh because i think the uh jim carrey Grinch looks like a damn nightmare. He's scary. And is he the one at Seuss Landing or is it a suit? I think at Grinchmas it's him Grinchmas and I think the him. rest of the year it's like the uh the drawn okay. sort of like And he drawn. looks like a he looks like a hobo. The yeah. the, the You know what the though with the new Grinch. Grinch movie I think they might finally phase out Carrie Grinch as a face character. I think you're right on that. Rest and that's... in pieces Carrie Grinch. <laughs> so <laughs> I love I'm with you on throwing shade on yeah. Carrie. I yeah. think Carrie it's Grinch. so weird that almost 20 years after the fact 
scary looking man. I don't yeah. need a I, mean I, children. It is it is more perplexing. Like I get why Waterworld, like bombed as a movie, a hit as a stunt show. Yeah, Perfect it's in twenty minutes. A stunt show. Yeah. Uh the Cary Grinch, like I think it did fine as a movie, but well, like some people it's like their childhood. For I guess some people, so. It's like yeah. the Christmas movie they always watched. Um I never really got that. My mom also thought he was scary looking, so we never had the DVD yeah. bought for us or anything like that. But some kids, it's like quintessential Christmas entertainment. Yeah. You know what's so, really unacceptable is the child Grinch. When was the last oh, time you looked oh, at the child, child Grinch? Scary animatronic thing. Oh, and it was a real it kid. Was it was a baby animatronic and then a real child was there makeup. a babe like a fully fake like robotic baby or yeah, something? Yeah, the nanny's fine. That's a popular oh. meme. Oh. Is Baby Grinch? I oh feel like yeah, it's there the it is. They, they do have like yeah. eight-year-old Grinch that's oh. like a kid in makeup. Oh, yeah, isn't it? God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it reminds rough. me of the Baby from Dinosaur, which is a show that I hate for looking oh, scary. But we love the Baby from Dinosaur, so we. <laughs> I you, hate dinosaurs. Maybe I don't. I don't that know show if I scared like me as a kid. Scott, yeah, you don't like dinosaurs? I'm not sure if I do. I. I think I find them a little unpleasant and legit scary well, and, at times. And the episodes were very dark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm showing another photo <laughs> of Baby Grinch. This is I, you know what? the most upset I've been in the moment on the show is looking at this goddamn I Baby disagree. Grinch. I like Baby Grinch. Why like in the world? Why yeah, I like it's like, this is like cute. something Bugmane would think. You like <laughs> this I guy? I like Baby Grinch. Ugh, Do you those... think they thought they were going to sell a lot of toys in yes. that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, there are so many creepy. Freak. Look at him. Look at little baby. Look at this. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel really slightly bad older. For the kid that's in the when makeup. he's. Yeah. Um, what was it? Is that a, a child it's a or child a small makeup. person? Okay. No, it's a kid. Yeah. It's a kid. Yeah, it's kind of sad to think of some kid having to sit still for that long to look that horrible. <laughs> yeah, geez. Ta-da. So, a poor little six-year-old. Jim Carrey didn't bring his old pal Simon Birch into the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the project. Just in case people have not seen the uh, teaser, there is like a, an illumination. Uh, the people who made the Minions movies are making a How the Grinch Stole Christmas like CGI animated movie um, with voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a yes. good choice for the voice. The movie yeah. looks lame, but I think that's good casting at least. I think it's good casting. And the room the the rumor about this part of the park cuz this this uh uh island in Islands of Adventure has not had a lot of updates since it opened in 1999, but there's been a rumor for years that there's blueprints somewhere for a Mount Crumpet based roller coaster Ooh, like you cool. like you would ride the slide like thrill down level the hill. like snow white mine train where like kids can that go seems, on it too that seems cool. right yeah i think yeah and and so maybe some like, dark ride elements when you go inside you yeah the dog and his little contraptions and stuff a couple minimal little yeah. scenes yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds great uh yeah. that would be super fun there is room behind it uh uh behind like the island the land to mm-hmm. to build that and it was it's supposedly like gotten close to happening in the past and then the money has never So if the movie's a hit, up. I feel like so it'll happen. So if the happen. movie's a hit, it may But it's happen. gotta be like a Minions level hit. Right. This, yeah, the, the bar inspired. might be pretty high. Yeah. That just seems unclear to me if Secret Life of Pets is happening. That's if, been a rumor for think, a long time. I don't know how well that... Oh, are they going to do a ride? Yeah. yeah the ride I think rumor's been a ride. How did financially? I didn't see that well. one. It did well. It did well, and I think, I think there's a sequel planned. It has a parade plans. float. By the way, have you guys seen the parade in, in Universal Florida? I saw a little... I have seen video it's of it. It's the yeah. saddest parade I've ever seen. <laughs> like, honestly. And they have people come out on bicycles near, like, 
what's that they're new yorkers they're there for secret life of pets <laughs> i mean some of the floats like the secret life of pets they did have a clever float and it had like little puppets of all the little animals but that's what like, i thought i i think i thought yeah. that the puppets are pretty well done well, and the that sounds so very wild. lame that there's just like bike uh, uh deliverer well, people running yeah. around well and the energy was so low and sad on the ground dancers it was people kind of lethargically clapping it was really hot the floats mm-hmm. were pretty cute but there were only like four of them and then all the ground dancers in between appeared to not have choreography it wasn't like a disney parade they were just kind of wearing brightly colored shirts they, they weren't really costumes and they're just awkwardly clapping i will tell you i think one of the reasons why that uh parade it looks a little cheap because there's also I was down there last summer. There's like a a mini Despicable Me parade where it's with like a massive float, a massive float. They did have a float in it. So did they just stick it in a slightly larger parade and that was the idea? Maybe that, I just saw it like come, like out of nowhere came from the backstage area, like tons of dancers and minions and the girls and grew and and then they so did a number. So was it conceptualized number. as like a dance party and then they kind added of. like three floats and they're like, no, it's a parade. I, I don't quite know what it was because it just came out, it happened and then it backed up and went backstage. <laughs> okay, so it's like, I mean, Disney World has one like that too that's like the dance party parade. Yes. And they just yeah. kind of roll out, linger and then roll back in. Well, there was also so. a flash mob that happened Ooh. when I was there. A universe, like just people in street clothes like hanging around like they were guests that's and then cool. they all stared at doing a choreographed dance and then they dispersed and went away with no explanation. And, and did they do like, that multiple times or was it like a film it and put it online thing? I only like saw it. Viral I marketing? think it happens a few times a day, okay, so but it, was it like, wasn't I mean, really explained. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's cheaper than a parade and also more unique because then yeah. people feel like they've seen a flash mob in real life, but you also don't have to build floats and it's like the same number of dancers. So it's kind yeah. of a clever idea. It, it kind of remi- It was like a different version of like the citizens of Hollywood. Is that what they call them at MGM? the people who wander around MGM. Oh, right. Oh, is that what they're called? Like yeah, the they're, they're, I don't yeah, know they're that. called the citizens of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. The citizens. Or yeah. like the citizens of Buena Vista Street, similar. Uh-huh. This was yeah. just like an average, this is like a different take on that, where it's like a little thing happens and then they wander off. It's a cool and, idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for for Seuss Landing, like they have, yeah, some of those walk around characters. I, I was just going to quickly say, like Disney is such a better job of like all the characters are in one universe. It's like it makes total sense, but then all of a sudden, like in Universal, it's like, well, there's Vin Diesel and there's the Lorax, and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. that they don't exist in the same space. I think, they yeah, and I think there's a Curious George float. Oh, or that no, makes no, sense. It's, it's a yeah. Dora the Explorer float. Yeah, and yeah. some weird licenses. And, yeah, yeah, stuff and, you don't know they own until it shows up in yeah. one of the four parade units. But <laughs> the, so Zeus Landing done pretty well, like kind of its own little island. Like the the estate was very much like uh, the big thing. I know is that uh, they are not allowed to do anything near Zeus Landing for Halloween Horror Nights. Can't. That's a good idea. Yeah. So like that's but think like how cool that would be limits. if they were allowed to. Yeah. It would be. It would be kind of <laughs> awesome to like. But I I can get why Seuss's widow wouldn't be yeah. down for that. Just Wait, to, they do though in uh, in oh, oh. Hollywood. Like, but that's they, like in the terror land, right? tram. There's like a little bit of the grid, the actual oh, Grinch set that, left. Yeah, but the Grinch set's already a nightmare. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like Seuss. dilapidated. Yeah, it's yeah, falling it's all apart. faded yeah. by the sun and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a very sad little zone. <laughs> yeah, it's and scary. also a point, and and that came right after I did my Wisteria Lane thing. That was like and my go, that was always kind of my remains of yeah. Whoville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and that was that was where I 
always checked out in the tour like yeah. 50 minutes in i'm getting ready to go That's to the bathroom and, yeah 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 uh the seuss landing is very uh short not a lot of tall things i feel like and maybe this is my no. perception of it trees and the moose juice goose juice yeah but they're not like counter. there's a little ride that goes up in the top what is that right have called? Uh, i have it scared the, the shit belly sneeches, scared right? the shit out of me because uh, the seuss hate... trolley train ride there you go well here's what here's what scares me now and uh, if you have listened to the podcast you know maybe there's a lot of things that scare me um but what scares me is slow moving rides that are elevated so goofy's oh. sky school scares me i can go That's on roller coasters slow. It's kind of slow though. Like it's when it's slow, slow, and if it rounds a bend, I feel like I'm gonna fall out of the cart. That and it's by design. Similar... You're supposed to feel that. I way. know, and I hate it. <laughs> it scares me. Have you guys been on Goofy Sky School? I've been on Goofy Sky School. I've also ridden the High in the Sky Seuss Trolley there Train Ride, which is the full, <laughs> full official for, name. For it features name. the sneeches. So, There's some sweaters being made inside. Yeah, it goes through the restaurant. It goes through uh, Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this you. this ride holds a special place for me because uh for years uh i'm a big islands of adventure fan and for years like this ride was supposed to be open like with the park or like shortly thereafter and and it functions kind of like a people mover i was gonna Uh, say it's like they're people movers yeah was the track sitting empty all of the people mover well that's (laughs) the thing there was a single car with like a a statue of like a seuss looking guy who would would come out every now and then yeah so it would come out every now and then and like when i was like 12 or 13 i would be like where do i get on that thing because it also like it does have cool views you see cool views Mm -hmm. of the rest of the park and you go I, around my eyes were closed stuff. for most of it Mike's so were closed but um, <laughs> watch a video later because you honest. were high in the sky you were yeah scared. it was too high up I didn't like it <laughs> he was too high in the sky yeah. I did always think they should do that with the people mover because I understand it's not safe anymore to put humans yeah. on but I always yeah. thought they should just build a small little automated robot that looks like oh, a little trash can guy yeah it comes out and waves. just wheels around yes. yeah wait Something. all the old characters do a pass you get a Rex up there you get ID yeah, and Odie Put Rex on wheels. And oh make an my ID god, OE. that'd be great! A yeah. little ro- like a, a daily robot parade. Because it's, oh. it's not OSHA anymore, so they're literally not allowed to have people up there without fall protection anymore. Okay. Right. And the foundations were kind of wrecked by the rocket rods, so like they would have they to basically rebuild them. the entire thing because it has cracks and it's falling apart and stuff. It's, Why? It's not they do officially this? supposed to be walked upon by humans in its current state. Okay. Um, but but, bots, but they could put some little robots and then they could just call them back to the maintenance bay or come and retrieve them if they stopped you know after hours go up there with a cherry picker and pull the bot down sure so it, it wouldn't be a safety concern at that point and couldn't we introduce more robots and characters like in florida's Tomorrowland? like let's well, have sunny eclipse's brother Star Wars land. i know but let's get like sunny eclipse's brother yeah, or some build the space angels sister. give them a physical form great this was Fantastic. my fa- I should I contextualize that. on that stage. I watched oh, that yeah, video. That's oh, that's a good Skippy that's a good tie together. I think they should join the yeah. band. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Skippy yeah. a little guitar that's made for multiple arms. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, he, he can oh. be Bert Skippy if he like yeah. does well, the, the guitar Bert wrong. Skippy is now a different um, they reskinned that, so now it's like the orange alien from Lilo and Stitch. It's still oh, in right. the Stitch yeah. encounter. So the, it's the skeleton of Burnt Skippy, but yeah. they, so they already have a different character. Put them all up there. Yeah, Skippy, Orange Alien, Sir. Mm. They can all just be members of the band. It's a I'm wonderful. So idea. into this idea. Any of these <laughs> robot jams? These are so yeah. wonderful. The, I, I want to contextualize that too. That I, I watched that video that you did where you talked about Sunny Eclipse, who was the lounge singer Love in Sunny the Eclipse. Tomorrowland re- like hamburger restaurant. Yeah, and that. 
That was this. I didn't. That was new facts to me that you said in the video that his backing vocals cannot be seen. Yeah, and they're the fills, space angels. They're, they're invisible. Yeah, space angels. He was wow. singing a gig, and suddenly, from nowhere, he heard voices backing him up. He, he has explains a song that explaining plot this. in the song. He explains it through song. He's like, there I was at the gig, and then out of the blue, space angels. And they're singing along, and he's like, you're invisible, but you sing along to my songs. Like, he just informs you of this through song, and you're kind of like, I get it. What but- <laughs> a massive premise to contain in this. Scott- he only has well, 25 you, you minutes of show. Hometown and what it's like. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. from New York, or Unork. The whole Uh-oh. song is a tongue twister. He's from Scott. How did you not Unork. know this, you fucking idiot? And, and the, the whole <laughs> song—I don't know how this man performed the song because the whole song is like phrases like that, where he says like "caxi tabs" and stuff like that, where you're just like, "Oh my god!" Then what? A, it's what all a pig brain, Latin. What nonsense. a brain twist! Yeah, yeah they just it's all hired an actual around. dyslexic singer. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I did hear this fun fact. The man who provided the voice of Sunny Eclipse has never seen him perform. Oh. He's never seen oh. the alien animatronic with his voice, which makes me very sad. Who did the voice? I don't know. It's just some paid like session singer huh. that sounds like a Frank Sinatra type. Hmm. Wow. Wow. The uh, guy who did the music for Marvel Superhero Island has never been down there to see it. Well, I just I don't know, know that how you'd from resist. Some, yeah. Right. Uh, you mean the guy who did... Yeah, who did all the like, late 90s rock music. Well, yeah. the only one I understand is that Ellen never wrote Energy Adventure, and I get that because it was also filmed footage of her when she was in like an awkward 90s phase. So I, yeah. could, I could imagine feeling self-conscious seeing like a 10-foot high projection of yourself 10 years ago. Well, that's also hard to shut. They shut down a, a 100-person capacity ride. I think they can just find it empty to, and just put I think that yeah, there was some room on the sh- the ride to get her on oh, there. Sneak her I don't know the that back. that was sneak her in in the dark, sneak her out of the dark. Have her hop on in the dinosaur zone. Um, um, real right, quick, back. I have more about the high in the sky oh, Sue Strolley oh, okay. train ride. Oh, please. Okay, good. Yeah, go for um, it. Okay, so when I finally did get to ride it, I did enjoy it. Uh, I was interested. So w- it was when it was supposed to open, that was supposed to be Sylvester McMonkey McBean's Unusual Driving Machines. I don't even um, know that book, so I'm glad they didn't go with that. <laughs> You did not read that book, or you? Oh, I've okay. never read that book. I, yeah, I don't think I read that one either. Is high um, in the sky from anything in particular? Or is that just that's a general Seuss? Uh, I think it was a, a general phrase. Seuss thing, okay. and it I think it, it was <laughs> another thing done in by like budgetary stuff. Like they they just they couldn't get the money to do this little train thing, and then I think it was also like there was weird technical issues with it I believe I heard once which you think like how do you mess up a little train ride I don't get what technical issues it would have that the new incarnation doesn't have yeah exactly how was uh, it different I, I have no idea do you think it was but... more ambitious like it's a train but you got a spinner wheel and you can spin around hmm. oh, I maybe. think a lot of this part uh, the story of a lot of this park was we had a lot more ambitious ideas but we yeah. were on a budget and time crunch um uh, then the last thing I will say, I found this on the Seuss Wikia, uh, <laughs> the entry for this ride, there was one comment from a user named Pyro Goth Nerd. Okay. Uh, this is a very, <laughs> this is a very child oriented ride. And by child, I mean toddler. It's pretty boring, actually. He's like, I found myself pretty disappointed. In yeah. Behind in the sky train what ride. Was, what is his name? Pyro Goth Nerd. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why did right. he think this was a ride for him? Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a whole he land read the name for and he's little like, children. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I found the Seuss ride skewed a little young for my taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole land appeals only to children, and I don't understand it. <laughs> it's uh, famous. Uh, Where is 
Best Pyrogothner. Where is are the attractions based on Seuss's political cartoons? Ninety percent of which are horribly racist. Oh God! <laughs> wow, is that is true? That true? Uh, it was not the biggest fan of the Japanese, oh, Dr. Oh. Seuss. Jeez. Uh, during the war, okay. during middle war of the war. Time. So I believe he had he, to pick a sign. I believe he reca- I believe he recanted that. Uh, oh, okay. I, one of the books is a a. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> one of the books is essentially a uh, metaphor a, well, the for Hiroshima. Are anti-racism right? as well. Yeah, I I think he. He changed his ways after the war. And I, yeah, like, I think he did also have an arms yeah. race one. Wasn't it about pie throwing or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. he is pretty progressive otherwise. But, like, I mean, he was in the services and, like, he was, you know, for our oh, side. He was, he in was the in war. the army? Yeah. I think okay. he was in the, like, the culture. Uh, I think he was in the film division, maybe. Oh, okay. Like, making film and propaganda and mm-hmm. that okay. sort of thing. Is the cat in the hat a metaphor for a war? Or thing one well, and thing two, some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you had never been on the ride before, you said. Um, on the no, cat I, I didn't even know it existed until I walked in. So as soon as I saw the queue, I was like getting really hype for it. And in fairness, it is like a very ambitious dark ride. Yeah. It's got a lot yeah. of figures that move a lot. It's got some cool effects. The spinning was clever. I, I heard from someone on Twitter that the spinning used to be more aggressive. And that's why the vehicles have nets around them. Oh, it was because wow. people's belongings used to fly out of the vehicles. <laughs> I remember thinking it was the first ride I went on in Islands of Adventure. Uh, I must have gone there in like 2000. And I remember thinking... For kind of a kid's dark ride, this is this is surprisingly intense. It was a long ride, and and yeah, you have a lot of cat figures that move around a lot. Uh, good range of motion. Mm-hmm. The the little thing one and thing two like run around. They simulate walking, which you they kind of like lot. run alongside your oh, car when scary. they're revealed. It's yeah, pretty fun with their little legs swinging. I, uh-huh. I compared them to Chucky dolls. I thought they were a little scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you One can really see the thing holding like, them up. You can, but, that, I there's, mean, but does that mean you don't like the Br'er Rabbit that hops around in the Florida no, Splash Mountain? No, that's true. Yeah, I, guess that's true. Yeah. I guess it's yeah, true. I guess it's true. Yeah, fess up. A lot of this. <laughs> look, I I agree. I think this was an is an ambitious ride. There's cool stuff in it, mm-hmm. but there's there's stuff where it's like one step forward, one step back. Like I like the moments mm-hmm. early on in the ride where it's like the narrator is narrating stuff. There's a lighting cue. It highlights what he's saying. Yeah. But then there's some parts that are just empty hallways with black lights. Yeah, I gotta say that the lighting cues to me were the main factor in its nightmarishness. Because you have all these whirling rainbow lights that are like more disorienting. And then everywhere you look, there's just stuff moving. They have those scary contraptions with arms moving. Um, I thought the fish was a cool effect because they have the mm-hmm. little animatronic fish and then the bowl that he's in is like double-paned plastic that's full of water. So it sloshes yeah. around like a real fish bowl. That, oh. looks, that cool. looks cool. Since you brought up the fish, I'll say this. This is a thing I found on the Universal website that made me laugh a lot. Uh, from the the ride page on the website, cautious Mr. Crinklebean reminds us that any minute mother will be home. Is that the fish, Mr. Crinklebean? <laughs> yes, That's the name of the fish. I look this up. Mr. Crinklebean uh, was Crinklebean was revealed as his last name in the TV special, oh. in the TV adaptation. <laughs> okay. In the book, Some he is not lore. named uh, Crinklebean. What the, the TV special was a cartoon. In the old yeah. from a while ago, seventy-one. Uh, yeah. yeah, was that the puppet era? Like when Horton, here's a who had the special that was like puppets. 
Because I watched those when I was a kid. Oh, no. Yeah, those those the were pretty recent. Ones. These are the cartoon okay. back in the 70s and Well, but then they, I think also when they had the puppet series, they would recycle the 70s cartoons oh, by sure. having them as shorts in between yeah. the puppet segments. They definitely would because, I mean, the shorts like summarize the full books and yeah. they're, the books are only 10 pages like, long. They would have like puppet so. stories and a short or something yeah. like that. Uh, on the cartoon, did the fish have the voice... Uh, somebody clearly imitating Edwin because that is what <laughs> mother and father are home. Yeah, yeah, and and, and also that's every there's that's, yes, that's true. Well, yeah, and and there's not quite in this this ride a little bit, but I think the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat is a little in that vein too. Like he we is. decided, well, all the Cat in the Hat characters sound like Edwin. So they yeah, they're all because this one is just mostly the fish, <laughs> but also children. a little bit. The children sound like this as well, <laughs> and then the the mom sounds like that too when she comes I'm home. home. <laughs> <laughs> What's going imagine? on? Watching a whole movie where every character is that. What would that you do? It's yeah, almost like a power you. play at that point. It's like, I dare you to say anything about There's it. There's 45 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the voice of the fish in the ride? Who does it? Yeah. No, I don't. Corey Burton. I'd be so impressed the if you weirdly name. knew that. Corey Burton, if that you sounds knew familiar. That Corey Burton is a ton of things. He's a lot of voices in all animation, but in parks especially. And he is the voice of the Mad Hatter in all. Uh, oh, well, that makes it, of course, a perfect sense. Because yep. Edwin, Edwin also, was Mad Hatter in the Alice in Wonderland. I, I, somehow, I, this, I copy and pasted this from my documents uh, my my notes document about the Mickey and Friends parking structure, and amazingly, in two and a half hours or whatever, I didn't we didn't talk about Corey Burton. But Corey Burton is the voice of the tram. He is the oh, uh, uh, hold on to the hand ray. The, uh, please oh, watch your step. Wow. I met that guy. When really? I was at Star Wars Celebration. Whoa! Hey, yeah. was I, he? It was weird. I like went back to my hotel after we did the they did the Galactic Nights like a press night, so we got to go to that. Um, and then I went back to the hotel and I wanted a midnight quiche. So I, I went to the hotel <laughs> restaurant. On. It's open all hours. I was like, it's not too late to grab a quiche before I go back to my room. That's right. There is some 24 hour yeah, restaurants it's like a little at diner Disney thing. World. Yeah. Well, no, this is, um, this was back at the con hotel. Oh, so oh, I don't okay. remember what chain or no. whatever, but yeah, they had one in the lobby and you could go and, and grab, you know, Benedict's or quiches to take to your room. So mm. I did that every night of the wow. trip. Wow. Um, but I went there and there were like only a handful of people in there. And then I was still wearing my Galactic Knights lanyard. And the man who was in line in front of me was like, um, oh, I did a voice for that fireworks show. Like, did you see the fireworks show? And I was like, I did, but I only really noticed like quotes from the Star Wars movies. And he's like, oh, and then I said, and of course, like the the main Disneyland announcer guy. And he was like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, what? And he's Whoa. like, yeah, I did the voice for the fireworks show. And I was like, but that was just the guy that does all the announcements, like all the park ones and like the monorail. And he's like, yeah, I did all of that. <laughs> wow. I was like, Don't you, do you see voice? my child? Like, yeah. And then he started doing like, he did the, the monorail spiel for me. What? And then I had him say hello to one of my friends who's a cast member. He was like, hello, Alicia. Welcome to Disney World. It was really Whoa. cool. Wow. <laughs> he, but he was also kind of doing a grr. He was pulling a gur by he hanging was. around and being like, <laughs> yeah. hey, by the yeah. way. But I was wearing the lanyard. It'd be weird so, if I was just a random uh-huh. human. And he's like, I'm the voice of Disneyland. I would tell everyone, though. Hello. I, bet he does I that, see though. her getting yeah. quiche. <laughs> <laughs> what about a he Benedict? He the voice waiting for people to notice. <laughs> yeah. Go right ahead. But, um, but it was really cool seeing him do it in person. Wow. And wow. his wife is the voice of California Adventure. Oh, So okay. she's the lady voice that does all those announcements. Oh, that's okay. great. Yeah, they're hey. just a nice sounding couple. Jeez. Uh, this is a... 
uh, uh, the opposite of nice uh, sound. Oh, Uh-oh, man. I was trying segue. to make Good a segue, segue, segue Jason. No. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned the live action Cat in the Hat. Of course, oh, that sure movie, uh, <laughs> the movie that made the guys of the state go, okay, no more live action Dr. Seuss movies. I believe that is the story that they're like, no, only animated from now on. No, yeah. Never yeah. again. Because yes. that movie ate shit so much well, they also uh, proved they nightmare. only know how to make one kind of suit it's like the same as the it's Grinch very costume similar. Yeah. why yeah. is it like that yeah uh, it was a big news story too according uh, found an LA Times article from oh like God. 98 99 that they did Universal paid 5 million for the rights to Cat in the Hat which hmm. seems low and um, when it was going to be Tim Allen Oh wow! Oh, the original thought that it was, and you know why it's Mike Myers. I, I think I know the answer to this, but yeah, you the go. Uh, the uh, the lawsuit because of sprockets because of sprockets. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Mike Myers' famous sprockets sketch on SNL, he was going to make a movie, and there was a script. And supposedly the script was good. The German TV show's Dieter. Yeah, Dieter. Yeah, I remember. Had, like, yeah, there was some article saying that the, yeah, cause he had there a was... black turtleneck on, and he said, "Now is the time on sprockets where we dance." And then he would say, "Like, do you want to touch my monkey?" Which now that I say it sounds oh, real no. lame, but I love this sketch as a child. Okay. He apparently in prep. Preparation for it would, would do. He did a uh, an op- He opened for John Bryan at the Largo as Dieter and with like wow, a little band. Really? And he did the song. He did the Beatles song. I'm happy just to dance with you. As I'm happy, I'm as happy as a little girl. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Dieter wow. was doing live shows around that time. That's crazy. Supposedly cool. the script was funny, but then he just like got cold feet and didn't want to do it. But then it's they the sued him. He really because uh, yeah. they wanted him because he had a contract. So then to get out of the con- like what happened so it was with him? imagine entertainment part of the settlement so because like, it was a very bitter contract was they took him off cat in the hat no they took no, put him they on cat made in the him hat. do cat in the he hat. was made to do cat in the hat as a punishment essentially oh no forced into these prosthetics <laughs> put on this snout mike that's oh, what you get I for thought, pulling out i was picturing tim allen as the person in oh, question no. for the whole story no, we didn't yeah, like, yeah i didn't know he was that much of a showman you didn't when? know tim allen was on uh, saturday night live yeah. <laughs> well i was like maybe as a host he yeah, used yeah, to be yeah. Big. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He there never did, time. amazingly. There was yeah. a time. When uh, he was big. Also, a casualty, I think, of this uh, Cat in the Hat movie, uh, the thing they paid $4 million the rights for, uh, the film rights to, oh, the places you'll go. What? How could you make a film of that? I don't know. They were going to try. I mean, but also, how could you make a film of the Lorax? And they proved that you couldn't. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I honestly, though, I feel like that one could have been good. If they had like gotten someone good on board, is it is it bad? I don't think I ever saw it. I I it have is. a distinct memory though of the the uh, the Onesler craze. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> the, the what? Oh no! Like Onesler had fangirls. It was insane. Like, and there was oh. no one to ship him with, so they would ship him with the good and evil versions of himself. Oh. It was deep. Yeah, this is deep. deep. No, my my thing is uh, deep in a different way. Do you remember the billboards that were all over LA for the Lorax? It was just a big orange billboard. Oh, and with his just eyes. his face. Yeah. Uh, every time I saw those, I would think about how in The Great Gatsby, there's that reoccurring the detail of the yeah the yeah. eyes of T.J. Eckelberg <laughs> that always like as uh, a book. Fucking Scott Fitzgerald sat down. And was like, I'm going to write a book of metaphors for English teachers to talk about for years. Uh, to those eyes in that billboard watching the, the characters down the eyes judgment. of god looking down was, so for like months i would the lorax be, for you the lorax <laughs> yeah. just following me he judging you. me did you hit someone with your car as well when the lorax was watching <laughs> oh uh <laughs> yes uh my mistress uh, yeah you hit your mistress, I in the hit car, my mistress with my car and, and you're uh, like oh this is rough and you look in yeah. the sky and there's the lorax
Lorax billboard. Yeah, the Lorax. He knows what you did. And then old English <laughs> teachers is calling me at all hours. Like, you see, it's a metaphor, and the green yeah, light the is green a metaphor. <laughs> You're like, the light was green. I thought I could go. It's I like, it's a very could... compacted version of Great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the green light. It's just a stoplight. Yeah, Jason's, just Jason's life. You just know? my yeah. life being haunted by Danny DeVito. I'm the Lorax. Is he the Lorax? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they basically realized that the story of the book was hard to, like, stretch to movie length. So mm-hmm. they added a framing narrative about... A little animated boy voiced by adult man Zach Efron, who just <laughs> sounds like himself. He doesn't sound like a child. It's just an adult man's voice. Weird. And um, his love interest played by Taylor Swift. And the Taylor her Swift just girl. Just voice acting? She was voice they acting. Got her for? They didn't even sing. It wasn't even a musical. Well, oh, it was kind of a musical, but she didn't sing. They had like what? an intro song and an outro song, and that was it. Weird. And um, the Taylor Swift character is like, gosh, I love trees. Uh, if only I could see a tree. And then Zach Efron's like, the way I'll date Taylor Swift is I'll find a tree. But there are no trees anymore because this is set after the plot of the Lorax. So I have to go find the Onceler and find a tree to impress my girlfriend. Hmm. And that's... This is very... Con- this bummer. is more yeah. convoluted than Seussical. Yeah. Where they mash up all the Dr. Seuss stuff. Oh, I and hate it's Seussical. Insane. My high school performed that. Yeah, it it's bad. it's rough. Were you uh, in it? <laughs> no, I did an audition. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would just swap it out. Seussical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seussical uh, the, the has the big... The one big song in that is a person is a person no matter yeah, how small. Yeah, my friend was JoJo. My best friend at the time was, oh, was okay. the lead character. Yeah. She and was JoJo. They repeat it so much and I remember seeing it when I was in college I was like is this a pro-life musical and it's not it's, it's the not musical thinks it is but the wife is like no no yeah that's what after a minute of googling <laughs> yeah. uh, and looking at the Seuss Wikipedia page is like uh pro-life groups use that phrase yeah, and, they the and then estate, the widow sued them, yeah right? it's like please stop doing that yeah please stop it yeah. Gee whiz. Yeah. I didn't know anything about this Seussical controversy. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of odd they, darkness. They did use that these... phrase on like on, on billboards placards and whatever. And, yeah. yeah. I, I will just say like I found Cat in the Hat as a book very anxiety inducing. It's not one of the better Seuss books. Yeah. It's, it's kind of reminds me of Alice in Wonderland, which I also didn't like as a kid. And I guess. Yeah. Still yeah. Is like it's just kind of well-behaved children being tormented by yes. fantasy freaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a good way just, to put it. So it doesn't seem fun because they're not along for the ride. They're just stressed. Right. Like Alice is stressed that she's going to die. And right. the little kids and cat in the hat are stressed that they're going to get in trouble and see their home destroyed. There is an intruder in our house yeah. and he's whimsical but chaotic. <laughs> oh, and he's got two weird little <laughs> yeah. friends. Oh, we haven't even talked about the fucking, the thing one we and thing a, two little, shirts. Oh, so shirts. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, that, that has that been craze. a thing since yeah. Islands opened. Yeah, that's a Who thing. Who wears Uh-oh. those and why? Like, they have like thing tourists. dad and yeah, stuff. Yeah, thing dad or like, yeah, thing one and thing two. And now it's kind of been uh, usurped by the minion shirts, by yes. like the bright yellow shirts with minion eyes yeah. and stuff on or them. Or the minion overalls printed yes. on them. Yes. Yeah. Um, you guys just jogged a very weird memory. This is <laughs> the strangest story I could That know. is our show catchphrase. I had a cat in the hat experience when I was a kid and I don't know why I never made the connection until now but Uh, my dad uh, used to work in video game development and he worked for the company that made the Bubsy games if you guys are familiar with those and I have a little Mike knows Bubsy and I used to play the games too and I guess for promotional purposes they had like a Bubsy mascot suit 
and my my sister and i played the bubsy games um because my dad brought them home obviously and we had little stuffed animals of bubsy that i think oh i remember okay yeah and i I think only employees of the company could get these little bubsy dolls but we still have our little bubsy (laughs) dolls and then um my dad to surprise us one night my mom had to go to her like women's group meeting and she's like and i just don't have a sitter for you guys like they were like doing like a long con and she's like yeah i didn't find a babysitter you guys will just have to be good and then she left and we're like oh my god we're we're home alone we're only like three and five what do we do and then the doorbell rings and it's Bubsy here to babysit <laughs> us. My dad put on the mascot what? suit and came home early to <laughs> babysit us as Bubsy. And so we thought that Bubsy had just showed up at our house. And obviously he was like, you know, doing everything wrong because he's just a big mascot suit of Bubsy. How he long did, did the that... character acting. Like, yeah. He could have been hired well, my dad, officially my dad to do it. My dad was a theater major too. Oh, so, oh okay. Um, he how could long physicalize. Okay. See, yeah. if I Whoa. saw that, I would yeah. look out like the front windows of my child at home and saw that. I'd be like, <laughs> it's scary call, now, right? Call, get the cordless phone. Call 911. I'm locking the doors. <laughs> and like we were kind of put in the role of like babysitting ourselves because it's just this big unspeaking Bubsy. So we were like, well, now it's time for us to go to bed and stuff. So it and lasted a long time. It did. it did. And then like my mom got back from her like meeting and Bubsy left a little bit before that. Like we were changing for bed and we came out and Bubsy was gone. And then my mom came in like, how were you guys? How was the night? Like playing dumb. And we were like, Bubsy was here. It was Bubsy. And she's and, like, what? But there was no, no Mr. Crinklebean to be the voice no, of reason. It was just and on go us. like, Bubsy, just <laughs> fucking cool it. It's just funny because it is a large cartoon cat, and yeah, I can't right. believe I never drew that connection until just yeah, now. Yeah, but he's like hauntingly <laughs> silent, like the Baba Duke. Yeah, it was just, like the Baba Duke. Yeah, I mean, it is really scary in imagining like a tall Bubsy just in your house. Yeah, it's a yeah. space you don't expect a mascot suit to be in, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Jeez. you go to Disneyland or to the mall or it's whatever. It's a context in which to, you expect them. Yes, but when it, it showed up at your door, <laughs> it's a bit scary. It's yeah, very I, was, scary. I was. It's somewhere between like childhood magic and sort of. Well, for us, it was just we liked it. But in hindsight, I, if that happened to me now. First of all, it'd be weird if, if he wanted to babysit me because I am an adult. So if Bubsy showed up in my apartment, like, I'm your babysitter, I'd be like, I'm calling I the need police. a weapon. <laughs> yeah. I'm here what? to tell Go you what to do. Um, yeah, yeah, creepy. All creepy. right. A little creepy. Yeah, but yeah. no, but it was like the cat in the hat exactly. made real. But you Bubsy. Had a literal, yeah. <laughs> a, a weird That's story wild. I told you guys. Yeah, thank you. No, story. thank you for no, sure. You're a person who had great. a cat in your uh, house. Yeah. That giant cat. A lot of people have cats in their house. He was like a cool cool cat though Bubsy. he was a cool cat, cat i wish i had was pictures a... of that like mascot suit i'm sure they're in some photo album like uh, that was not the only time we saw the suit we saw him at like company appearances and stuff too but um and he would what? haunt you there as well yeah and i've never been able to find pictures of the suit like online but wow i'm so. imagining a darker uh, scenario than probably what occurred where like you're happy bubsy is there you start playing and then you both open up to Bubsy about how much <laughs> like all your problems with your dad and how you're like I don't think he's well, I don't think I'm he's holding sure down work did. and I think he may maybe he's being mean to my mom it's just I'm glad like, you're here instead Bubsy <laughs> yeah. stay um, forever I hope our dad never light in his eyes and it's <laughs> since been extinguished <laughs> oh my god well, we feel maybe like the you, stress you're of our us surrogate father Bubsy but well, I think what we did with Bubsy is um we also as like you know having our dad working there we had a vhs of the bubsy pilot which i think is on youtube now but mm. we were like let's watch the bubsy movie and it's it's about like his niece and nephew bubsy and 
I don't really remember. This exactly sounds what like the, the Lorax movie where it's like they're so convoluted <laughs> setting lot. up this stuff. It's I think one of the things that works with Seuss Landing is they're like, look, here's here's ri- one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fi- fish. Oh, yeah, it's like a Dumbo ride. That's yeah. very cute. Um, and there's the. Uh, e- there's the carousel there? with all the fish. There's the, the carousel. Carousel. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, or Circus McGurkis is the restaurant. Okay, and the um, carousel's just everything. It's, I think it's a it's, catch-all. Yeah, it's kind of okay. a catch-all. Uh, there's the Z- Do you guys know about the Zach's Bypass? Are you familiar no. with the Zach's Bypass? No, what is this? What is that? The Zach's were like two, two stubborn creature. The They're a kind of creature, and two of them met, and one was going north and one was going south, and they refused to compromise, so the road was built around and above them, and so the trolley train ride does go directly above them, and you Wait, can... Wait, let me see. And there, it's oh. just two Zaxes stu- okay. stuck in hell. That's a they're deep They're just reference. stuck in limbo. <laughs> yeah. There's I don't like know if I'd get that of, one. The detail work in this part of the park is good. Uh, like, there is a lot of details, a lot of references to the book. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, looking at a lot of pictures, like... Is is the paint like kind of sun? Damn it! Yes. Like a lot of work. That's yeah. my it thing. It looked good but, when I went. It was fine. okay. So I maybe think they, they repainted it. it. I think it's like Toontown where it just fades really fast. Yeah, but then there's also like looking at the Seuss art. Like it is a very flat matte style of mm-hmm. color. So I think they try. They replicated well, that pretty well, pastels. but I think it still yeah. fades. So I, I, my thing is that they. I think that in trying to recreate, especially on the ride, in trying to recreate the art of the book, I feel like. It looks weird, and it looks like, especially like the characters look they're they're melting a little bit. Like yeah. cat looks a little bit like he's melting. <laughs> the colors don't maybe well, pop. Well, in the cat in the hat ride, he does. And yeah, uh, in preparation for doing this talk, I watched, um, I rewatched a ride through of the ride. Yes. And in that ride through, the cat looked a lot better than when I saw him. So my thinking is that the skin that I saw, and this sounds as scary as it ought to, I think the skin that I saw on the cat in the hat had been on too long. <laughs> like his blacks were not black enough. He uh-huh. looked like just yeah. pale. There weren't enough squiggly lines to indicate hair. It was kind of slouching off his body. His eyes <laughs> happens sunken. with Splash Mountain every now and then. No, I think where they look like... good. Like you'll notice they stop moving, but like it's it's a range of motion thing. I feel like their skins hold up pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Cat in the Hat, but, it was like his skin is like latex or something. It's not fur. Yeah, it's not fur. They, yeah, I don't okay. Know why yeah, it's that's not an fur. issue. Why isn't yes. it just fur? Yes. Yeah. It should be more like a cartoon. I mean, they should have probably kind of redesigned it. They'd not go full Mike Myers, but no, do a, a different face, but cartoonish fur. thing. But yeah, a like a like fur. Rabbit or something like right. that. Right. Because, yeah, because the way that the characters look is kind of frightening. And with fur, you don't have to change it out as often. Right. Because that happens yeah, with pirates and, and haunted, too, is like their skin will kind of slough off. Right. And I think what they do is they'll go in and kind of whittle off the excess that's coming off at the edges. <laughs> like, honestly, I saw some ex-imagineer had like a, a website post and in his keepsake box, he had like bits of old skin from the, the haunted mansion skin. So it's like that I, bluish gray. Right. I um, saw the skin of Mater from the the Radiator Springs Racer at D twenty three. Oh, that's so. I they don't had his think whole mouth, his, skin, his whole. So that's really. It's weird. crazy. They because they have to replace that full Mater mouth. Right, the mouth every piece. couple months or something. Oh. Yeah, that must it's have moving a lot up of wear and down. Yeah, yeah. So so this so again, that has loose skin a lot, and they got to maybe upkeep a little. Well, bit there's better. also a screen uh, with some very dated with some like CGI. Yeah. Two thousand CGI. Yeah. Does that rough. not look good now? This ride is better than the animatronic. 
which is yeah. not saying a lot. This ride yeah. reminds me of the Winnie the Pooh in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's a similar ride where well, there's a couple like, okay things. It's not mm-hmm. as good as that ride. It's weird though because it, it is more ambitious than that ride because Winnie the Pooh is like stiff mannequins yeah. and they move a little bit. So there's not a lot that can go wrong there. Because it's rigid plastic. That's true. And I think Cat in the Hat, they do have a much bigger range of motion. So it's a more impressive ride because like there's a lot more that's moving. It's longer. There's a lot of like moving elements and effects. You have the little contraptions with arms running all over the room. You have scenery swinging out of the way. It benefits from being like there's not a lot of dark rides in islands either. Yeah. Until, I guess, if you consider Hogwarts. You just feel very surrounded by everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, and the, but they also has a th- the thing like this I complained about this on Small World and I was shouted down um, by my co-hosts and guests that I I don't like how Small World you can see just the ceiling very it's very visible and it looks like uh, a building. Yes. It depends on like time of day like if your eyes are adjusted to the right. darkness. I wrote down in my notes unlike it's a small world I am not charmed by this visible light. Thank lighting. you very much. So I'm oh, with the you. lighting racks. So yeah, you can see too yeah, many lighting racks too much like clear. ceiling so as, as much as you're saying yeah like you've been completely trapped in the house would be horrifying i do think it would be better i didn't even notice that as much just because it was such a sensory overload because like there is Mm -hmm. a lot moving and you're looking left and right and then on top of that they have the soundtrack of the ride which is like the nightmarish giggling of thing one and thing two yes and then also like the distressed cries of the children and goldfish (laughs) yes so it's just like it's it's overwhelming i remember at one point in the ride like my friend and i just the whole time i felt bad because there was like this couple in front of us that just got put on the vehicle with us and they were just this like adult like middle eastern couple they they appeared to not not like speak a lot of english i think they were just along for the ride and, and maybe they were even enjoying it but we were right behind them going like ah wait like was there a line saw. for this ride there was a short line we waited like about we went five to seven minutes yeah. okay it's yeah. not so, it's but never long still, it's it was never, basically a walk-on yeah so i don't i like they should have been giving well, everyone their they, own they cars they definitely should have had their own because also they came in from the vip line so they had bought that pass oh, race yeah. Lines yeah. all day they should have given them their own car did you do wait so who got to control the spinning Oh, they, you don't control. You it don't anymore. control the spinning. Oh, you don't anymore. I don't know if you used to. Or did but you? What am I? Am I? Am I maybe confusing? you never did. I don't think. I don't they think do you ever did. I'm confusing you, my rights. But I don't think maybe. you control it. And Are you that's thinking of Men in Black, where you hit something? Mm, that I'm not oh, thinking of Men in Black. Ride. Men in Black. Such a good ride. Something else. Can I? Th- can I throw out a little little bit of trivia? And I'm curious if you guys know okay. the uh, the answer. I, I was thinking how it is odd. It is a real, a very rare Universal Studios dark ride mm-hmm. there are not a lot i would say I, I, in, in my is quantification e. of this other than that? i was gonna ask if you <laughs> could name the other two one is et et probably the first universal studios dark mm-hmm. ride they had not done another one until cat in the hat well confrontation was yeah a dark it was, ride. it's gone now but yeah, it was a dark ride well uh, let me let me qualify like like a like like a in the st- more of a kid's style little cars uh, um, you know, like more of family rides. Okay. Uh, um, like, can you name the other? There's only one other one. And you're not counting Men in Black. I'm not counting. I'm not counting Men in Black because it's a shooting ride, different genre, I think. I mean, it's again what counts because, like, you could almost count the Dudley Do right because it does have scenes that move. But I wouldn't flume, think you call really flume. count it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Straight up dark ride. It's. I'll, I'll give you the hint that it's not in America. I, I'm, oh, I'm hopeful oh, that you guys no don't know this There's ride. a Madagascar safari what? ride. Is that it? <laughs> that's what? actually not what I'm saying. It's called like Crate Adventure or something. But that yeah. is a that's a water ride. Oh, that's a water ride. That but in the cool. same park, I believe in Singapore, there is something called Sesame Street Spaghetti Space Chase. That Whoa. sounds great. 
It's pretty fun. Okay. I recommend a, a, a watch through or a ride through Singapore. of it. Singapore has really good rides too. I've only seen ride throughs of them, but their Jurassic Park looks a lot better than ours. Does like, it really? Maintenance oh, is, wise. It, is that the one that has a rapids ride rather it than is. a flume? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then also fun. just the dinos are all way better maintained. California's oh. in a very sad state. Yeah, I they saw have like loo- a couple months skin. ago. Well, yeah, they have loose skin, but it looks a little better on a dinosaur. They're not as true. humanoid. That's true. Um, and you don't really know what a real dino should look like, so it's easier to fool the eye and be like, sure, that's a brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just always think dinosaurs look like better animatronics because we don't have a basis for comparison. Right. Um, oh, sure. And they're lizardy, so you expect a bit of yeah, loose skin. They're almost some, like elephants. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. just like, okay, mm-hmm. they can have some wrinkles. They're chubby. But um, I think like a couple months ago someone made a ride through comparison of like opening day or opening year um jurassic park river cruise versus 2017 jurassic park river cruise and not only just the skin maintenance being worse like them needing some tlc you can see that all of them are in their b modes now like where they're just their range of motion is a lot less so even are the they, ones that are, are operating built in? properly, like are they, are they, yeah, they always much, have like limited? with all theme parks, any any key or ambitious animatronic is usually pre-programmed with an A mode where it's working at its full operating capacity and a B mode, which is like what it does if the figure is having problems. Whoa. So it's meant to be like a last resort mode and not like something you run all the time. It's supposed to be yeah. like it needs maintenance, but it's a major part of the ride. It's a key figure. Like it'll look weird if we take it out. So in the interest of running the park for the day, we're going to put it in its B mode so it can function and we'll fix it at night. So then there and then there's whatever the Yeti at Expedition yeah, Everest is Yeti's like stuck C in. mode yeah. at this point. He does have a B mode, mode too. And initially <laughs> they did just run him in B mode where they minimized his movement but now he's just off he's with just strobe lights stuck. and, and I that's why when they, they did the singer the the song is it the singer of songs in avatar yeah, in the river? Oh, the shaman, of, the shaman, shaman of the songs. shaman of songs but yeah. they that's built on a contraption where they can just pull it backstage yeah, she, immediately she and get it on and on yeah to the side and mm. and she can be fixed right there without them having to move yeah. her out of the building like they um, purposely oh, build stuff no that more yeti situation yeah to fix easier than when they built the Yeti. Also, like at Disneyland, all figures where the ride can't run without them um, have a backup figure as well. So in case of emergency, they can be substituted out. I think the auctioneer at Pirates has one. Oh, wow. Um, I know that the dog from Pirates has one because one time at holiday time, they pulled it out for a photo op. And like hmm. we could all take pictures with it and like wear pirate hats and stuff. And I was like, if it's here, what's in the ride? And they're yeah. like, oh, we have two because it's important. <laughs> yeah, because, we got another one. Because like the joke doesn't make sense if there's no dog there. So, I mean, obviously you'll see the singing pirates where it's like a quartet and it's really common to see one of them just gone. Yes. Because with yeah. those, yes, I it doesn't ruin that. the scene if they're gone. They can just have a barrel there. Ruins it for me though. <laughs> but like, but with <laughs> Bad the show. Dog, and same Bad for show. a lot of Space Ma- or um, Splash Mountain ones, you'll see them taken out and uh, just have blank spots where they should be wow but um i think think we never we now have a way to quantify uh if we've done a good or bad job in each episode is if we're in a mode or b mode sorry guys i feel like i was in b mode or Uh, your full yeti where you just got a strobe light on and a fan (laughs) (laughs) i was really phoning it in cat in the hat no longer spinner i found on the website i found on a message board here so it used to be i believe so because i I have a memory of spinning it and i'm not that crazy because now you hit a hallway where you spin lethargically like a gentle spin Hmm. for the duration of that hallway but the rest of it you're just going forward Right. That hallway, I think, is the cheapest spot. Like, that's like the blacklight hallway. Yeah, is that that's right? That's when uh, Thing 1 and Thing 2 
push a piano on top of your head and then you see stars and you see sound effects. Right. It's kind of oh. like in um, Mr. Toad when you go through the dynamite. And right. It's like... Yeah. yeah. It's just a simulation of a cartoon effect. Hallway. I mean, not everything can be a giant, huge animatronic. There's yeah. money, costs, but I mean, like, I'm surprised how many they did have in the ride. Yeah, that's it's true. Just, it's just all that effort and for a result that's unnerving and unpleasant. <laughs> uh, I am really, uh, the spinning thing is really getting to me that it's gone because that was one of my favorite parts of the ride is how crazy you could make the ride in addition to how nightmarish it was. And maybe that makes you feel more like you have agency in it. Yes. I think the current version, it's more of a bombardment. Yes. Like all these sights and sounds just coming at you. I feel like if you're spinning, you've got like a thing to focus on other than all the things coming at you. Yes. And you can try to be like a Tasmanian devil yeah, also like through participant in, right. the, in this chaos yeah you're just you're just being bombarded uh, like the children it are by yes. this yeah. horrible and nightmare day that they have yeah and i when i read this i said i read the book i was just like mike what if this happened to me like it was just it is anxiety sort of, inducing yeah yeah and it wasn't fun and i we would i would get it read to me but i i didn't love it um and the the film only compounds this i flipped yeah. through oh, the film the film is a nightmare if the film occurred the to thing. you in reality yeah, i, I, seen all of I didn't i i Why was starting watch to watch it? it i was well because you must have known you know it just showed up on hbo now this week and then oh, i was boy, like i'm gonna go watch right it so home. i have stuff oh, to say oh wow. yeah now i gotta track it oh now no. that it's right there give it a actually somebody did a good job on youtube of paring down just the strangest moments in Cat in the Hat, and That's uh, the the number one being, I'll just spoil it. Paris Hilton is in this movie. What? In an unspeaking, they end up at some <laughs> nightclub, and Paris Hilton. Is what? They there. leave the house? Yeah, they go, at, or or it might. I think part of the house he may turns it into a nightclub. I think. Oh. Yeah, the whole the house is transforming. Alec Baldwin constantly. is also a nosy neighbor. Is that right? Yeah, and he has a big prosthetic gut at some point. And oh it's really boy, disturbing. that's fun. Oh, there's You'll a failed. More offended if they didn't give you one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's a there's a failed uh, Mike Myers catchphrase in it. I, don't what is know, I it? didn't know that. he keeps Somebody saying. Somebody stop me! It's pr- <laughs> it's really close. The entire character is very close to the mask in that he oh, keeps okay. transforming into things. And here oh, now he's trying to do an infomercial host. Yes, he's yeah, a yeah. Genie. He was Carmen Miranda, which I feel like other characters of that I've nature have that been clip. Carmen Miranda. I, I, that is locked in my mind that really visual. upsetting he does yeah. a kind of odd little like shake of his like like his, his cat coconut but like oh, okay. uh <laughs> it's uh it's pretty disturbing that's what the ride was missing the uh um like <laughs> yes. odd sexually confused uh, moment there's a weird part where he just holds up a dress in front of himself and says i'm a girl oh jesus i, I you don't really know why <laughs> and it's, it's that like early 2000 sensibility of like men dressed in dresses is only funny outrageous. yeah 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 <laughs> how could anyone ever belittle yeah, can themselves you uh, yeah why only would he the demean f- himself like a woman only the freakiest <laughs> freaks whatever yeah it definitely comes out of that so mike myers didn't do a month-long residency as the cat in the hat like he did for Guru <laughs> Pinto. Opening for John Bryan at the Largo. He showed up at the El Rey. Yeah, he was doing <laughs> yeah. some... Uh, He's doing working out cats. Doing opening <laughs> sets for Franz Ferdinand. There's a uh, secret show at the People's Improv Theater in New York and uh, let's just say there's a very curious cat involved. <laughs> I like Also it. dressed as Carmen Miranda on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the idea that he would workshop and just go to kids' houses. To workshop the whole thing, a la Bubsy. That's right, a la um, Bubsy. A la Bubsy. <laughs> yeah. uh, your house would have been open. The, uh, I want to say one more thing about this movie is that, that it has a, a little theme park connection. There's a very bizarre 
section where there's a there's a babysitter who falls asleep who kind of cannot be trained when she at the end she wakes up and like didn't know anything happened mrs kwan and uh and and at some and at some point the house becomes this odd multi-layered river zone and they ride her like a log flume and there's a part where the cat the kid says oh my god this is like a ride at a theme park and cat mike myers turns to camera and says you mean like universal studios (laughs) how horrible Really often he holds up maps, like then accurate, perhaps Universal Escape maps. I didn't oh, free, yeah. freeze frame, but it could have been from that. That's era. a lot of um, a lot of overconfidence early in the project. Uh huh. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the presumption that the the film would make so much money that it would inevitably get a theme park ride. That it would get a ride, and that even the bare mentioning of it would uh, boost attendance uh, fivefold yeah. at the well, park. And and the idea that like, well, we know this one's got it in the bag that it's going to get a ride, so we might as well make a little coy joke. About I mean, it. we've got like so Austin <laughs> Powers in the movie, so this mm-hmm. is going to be a hit. This guy's a catchphrase machine. Oh, I didn't say. He keeps saying, "Oh, oh, yeah." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like Kool-Aid Man? Pretty much like the Kool-Aid Man. Yep. Does he wow. bust through any walls? He's got uh, to, right? A lot of walls get Constantly. busted. So it's That's referential. That's for the course. for. Uh, mm-hmm. But he doesn't yeah. say it while doing the busting. Are thing one and thing two like scary little men? They are so fucking scary. <laughs> Could they you were... imagine being are they either puppets the or widow or they kids like, watching this? The Seuss family watching like, what the fuck? fuck did you do how did know, you do this hideous so they have snouts the only thing this movie did correctly is that the, at the end of the ride um they they they, they, they there's like an announcement a cory burton-esque announcement saying uh, uh <laughs> you like uh, you please exit the quan to your left because she's mrs quan right oh, okay. and they, were, they were riding on her then there's another little scene and then it comes back and they're holding a souvenir photo and the, the photo says on the back i survived the quan and our podcast ends with you survived podcast the ride and i i just want to say i feel great that a joke that we do in every single episode is uh, something yeah. worthy of the Mike Myers cat in the hat. Mm-hmm. That's I'm glad great. we're That's operating you say at that, that every, look. every episode. We're, we well, you're, yeah. you're about to yeah. find <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should, is this a good time? Well, yeah. well we, we yeah. should do a. We should just have our final thoughts with a. What do we final do to the thoughts, ride? Of cat course. in the hat. Okay. So, I can't. I, did you like? Do you do you like this ride more than you didn't like this ride? Or uh, what, what, what's your mm, sum total? It was pretty rough, but I guess that amount of effort I, I have to respect. Yeah. So, so, so we, we have a scale. So yeah. would you keep the ride perfectly as is? Would you plus it up? And what are your ideas? Or would you just burn it down in, for insurance money and build something new? Is an option for plus it up to reskin everything and sure. make it a yeah, different absolutely. ride? Of course. Yeah, I would use all the figures and make them some other Seuss property. Maybe a Lorax right now that has a downer ending. Not mm. Lorax, but something. Horton. That would be a good ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not versed enough in Horton. Uh, but maybe I want to be. I want to learn what Horton is. So uh, yeah, take it out. It's Horton now. Yeah, it's Horton. So okay. that I can experience Horton. That's good. and that's your plus it up as well. Yeah, it's just Horton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time. I do think they have to. I have. I have this general thing about Islands of Adventure that I. I I've, I've said this. I think it was if we were going to rank VIP theme parks year to year. I think mm-hmm. in 99, 2000, uh, Islands of Adventure is number one. It's the VIP. And now I feel like it's just not. 
What else can you do? You can do little seasonal events. They string Christmas lights up around Seuss Landing. I don't know what else, uh, what other, uh, it, all these, so many of these things need a kind of a lease on life. Superhero I, Island's just there. They Tuna, should take Tuna that Lagoon's out. Just it's just there. embarrassing with Disney happening. I love it. To. No, I love the, well, we love, Mike and you I love, love it as it is. I also love the uh, uh, industrial conflict it causes between yeah, two massive behemoths. Yeah, and I think, honestly, behemoths. it's I think just it's up out of spite at this point yeah. because oh, they yeah. fought contractually to be allowed to keep it and I think they're going to keep it as long as they can justify but I honestly think that especially with Disney getting a Marvel land it's going to become even more a source of embarrassment and it should just But that Spider-Man Spider ride, ride is very good. So good. It's nice. It's so it's, good. It's, as, well, it's the same ride as Transformers. So yes, but it was the now first. Now that they have Transformers they don't need the Spider-Man The IP ride. is better though yeah. it's Spider-Man. Of course it is but Ooh, but they mm. can, what an so, easy ride but to they also, theme. I'll put it that they way. have other properties at Universal they could easily put in a Lucille Ball ride there oh god <laughs> a similar very similar Woody yeah, Woodpecker yeah. and his Woody Woodpecker wife or combine them on it, multiple it's like yeah. the easiest and the ride of all time to retheme because it's so screen heavy yes yeah. so yeah Lucy, you go through the Ricardo's kitchen I think yeah. is a good uh, idea uh, uh, I will say yeah my, my I would say plus up this ride too I think you could plus up all of Seuss Landing and I think think like this ride especially made me think about like you know the fantasy land dark rides get sort of a plussing up like every 10 20 years or so yeah they had projections and all that yeah they had projections they clean it up they redo the queue I think you do that for this ride. You know, you make the animatronics a little better. You add some rear projection stuff. I think you do like a full new fantasy land um, for Seuss Landing because I love the level of detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I had a great time going back and looking at all this stuff because I, I passed through that island of the park pretty quickly usually but it's like oh this is cool this is cool but looking at the restaurants i mean the circus restaurant looks really cool inside the food looks atrocious (laughs) like the food in this part of the park reading these menus look like such a bummer i mean all the restaurants are like that though right it's like pizza yeah yeah and like the green eggs and ham restaurant is never open do they not serve green eggs? they do serve green eggs it's like green eggs with like parsley and arugula it's it is not that level what i saw photos i've because that sounds kind of nice i think there's green ingredients you experiment it with it but and then i think they experiment with dying it is just like it is green sponges it looks so fucking horrible Oh, because it's like mcdonald's eggs it's like the yeah, that's that why you put them on a muffin or a croissant witch. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that that's would good. dress it up. That'd be a something. A green egg croissant witch. With, yeah. And they yeah. always put ham on those anyway. Huh? That's oh, true. Yeah. Delicious. So, right. I, yeah. So, but it should be the better egg for McDonald's. It should be the McMuffin Well, egg. the point of the muffin or the croissant is to disguise the poor quality of the eggs. And it works. That's true. So yeah. Everybody wins. So, but I think you can plus up. I feel like this land, this whole land, should be a lot cooler, a lot wilder. The food should be like a kid's dream of like those crazy milkshakes now with a cake coming out oh, yeah. and like, right. like, down like the Goofy's side. Kitchen status where it's like mac yeah. and cheese on a pizza. Yeah, like peanut butter and jelly it. pizza. Oh, they they do have. A, do you know that they have a uh, like a fancy cotton candy place now? Yeah, oh, I saw okay. that. Honk it's like, honkers. 
cotton candy Hong with like Kongers? toppings, but it's like it, multi-layered, and yeah, and you put this, you put marshmallows in. But M&Ms they don't advertise that. They should be yeah, selling I didn't even that. Know that was a thing. Like, I could see that being really good with like Japanese guests because they love like Instagramable stuff. Desserts. Yeah. Oh, and like sort of bizarrely indulgent. Like, like I know like, that's uh, like a thing in Tokyo is like a famous shop that makes massive rainbow cotton candy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, but you think they should advertise I that like on should. your TV, like during basketball games <laughs> or Hong like, Kong. No, no, I mean like, but like promote like Dole Whip has like oh such a following. Yeah, like, there like, should be crazy the foods at Doctor Like a picture Su- of it yeah. where it looks cool and be like, I this mean, weird dessert. There is a fun fact about the land. There's like no straight lines in the land. Everything oh, is like curved. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and uh, uh, except for like then you like, see a door and it's straight. There's lines. All right. <laughs> but then they'll do like trapezoid doors. If it's like yeah. Toontown, I haven't scrutinized Seuss Landing, but it's like, yeah, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll stay whimsical. Mm-hmm. They have a Look, they did a good job. I'm not besmirching yeah. the Don't work. Don't stop besmirching uh, Seuss Landing. The makers of Seuss Landing. They anyway, did a good job. so there's a lot I like about the, there's a lot and, and you know, yeah, the, I think the ride is ambitious, but I think it's, it's coming up on 20 years and I is think- it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 1999 was opening. I'm even more impressed now. <laughs> How yeah. many years you've missed this ride existing? Better than the show, The Voyage of the Little Mermaid? No, no, the, no, the, no, ride. the, the ride. Oh, the are you not into ride. The Little Mermaid ride? There's a little stiff. Ursula hmm. looks good, but Ursula's great. I think everything yeah. else, that it could be better is all I'm saying. Uh, Compare it to well, like Pooh's Honey Hunt If Japan. you get, I'll give oh, a little yeah. plug to uh, Doug Barnes over at the season past. There, they did a special episode with Tony Baxter where he talks about his original vision for that ride. I've seen the video from and the DVD. And it's crazy and, and it's it, Where cooler. you go under the sea and there's yes. the ships. Oh, the special feature. Yeah, that does look like Yeah, and you were like kind of floating in the middle of the ride. Tony Baxter has such good ideas. Is, though yes. didn't he invent yeah. that mary poppins idea when yes. he was like in, in high school yeah that's one of the things like you're on a carousel and then they peel off and you go it, it was it's a, there's a video yeah on youtube it's really great um and we avoid talk with we're now uh, uh three hours and 45 <laughs> minutes in, <laughs> yep. in the first tony baxter reference but uh, i was i was hoping there was a baxter anecdote from disneyland or something from me no, or something I've never met him. we met him, any, we met him at the park if i can meet any imagineer i'd pick tony baxter he's, of course he's so cool um, yeah. So yeah. To, so quickly sum up. Uh, uh, so yeah, we don't go to the fourth hour. Uh, um, <laughs> I just think, as I said now. before, I want that spinning back. I don't like the idea the spinning is gone. I thought okay. that was so much fun. I think you got to close off the top. I think you got to make me really feel like I'm inside this nightmare house. And then my last suggestion is add that song from Susicle because I want some value, some Christian values. The Sing one, oh, the pro life song. <laughs> That's a horrible song. That. You can't put that in Cat in the Hat. Oh, okay. All right. Well then. But uh, I had some of the Cat in the Hat had Seuss. a song in Susicle. I can't bring it to mind, but it existed. Oh, it did. Well, add that song that. in. All right. Susicle is sort of like I'm an Avengers setup uh-huh. where they all come together. As long yeah. as it's a Christian it is. It's song. It's like the Avengers. Group. Oh, yeah. wait. I know my plus up now, which is that I, I want the music to be the 1982 album Cat in the Hat by uh, blue-eyed soul singer Bobby Caldwell. Oh wow! Uh, Can you that's, have a that's... photorealistic animatronic that comes out of a door and pops up next? Yeah, to <laughs> I want a really realistic Bobby Caldwell. His cool beard and cool yeah. sunglasses and cool hat. It's not stylized. It looks exactly like him. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Sure. Or or just bring yeah. him around. He does private shows uh, mm-hmm. in, for every single ride that uh, goes by. Wow. That's my personal plus. It. I don't know if anybody else is uh, down with that. But I'm fine uh, with that. 
Uh, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Hey, great. All right. Uh, any We're all thoughts? agreed. Jason's especially agreed. Hey. Bobby Caldwell. <laughs> Jason yeah, Bobby. That's all we need to plus it up. <laughs> uh, I guess so with that, Jenny Nicholson, you've survived podcast Yay. the ride. Yay. See, Woo. we say it. We say uh, it. <laughs> we do say it's it. It's a reference. It's a real reference. So we uh, know you would you do a you do a YouTube channel and we reference you do great work there. We just put in your name on YouTube yep, and it's just that. Jenny Nicholson on YouTube is Wonderful. my channel. Twitter and, as well. Uh, Twitter as well. Uh, anything else to plug? No. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Great stuff. Great videos, though, and Thank uh, you. as much uh, as much ranting as I think is deserved about uh, topics that should be ranted about. Yeah, and, as uh, much as I think a non theme parky audience will tolerate. <laughs> We're trying to make sure there's much and l- there's like less and less non theme parky audience out yes. there. If we You're all work together, yeah, yeah, this will be a giant subsect of uh, 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 yeah all audiences. Um, and, and to help that endeavor, go to uh, follow us at podcast the ride mm-hmm. on twitter and on instagram yeah, and rate and, and review us on itunes review us. or pod whatever the hell do they call it apple podcast what the hell is it really called it's not itunes right uh apple podcast Who you cares? can do you it, know it on the I- itunes or you can do it on the podcast app we're on something called art 19 yeah it's about as boring of a thing as i could say yes. but we're on it look yeah, us so, up. yeah look us up and listen <laughs> so uh yeah thanks for listening guys uh and we'll you know see you next week sure bye bye bye